Don, I'll do it. Okay, do it. Script, 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 <laughs> That was bad. This is why you do the intros and not me. You came up with it. So yeah, but I think I should be a, the, the lyricist, not lyricist, the writer and not the... Okay, no worries. Normal, we will talent. go back to normal programming after this episode. Yeah, she convinced me that I should do it. You came up with it as we were on a walk. You said oh, a good intro would be... For Commando. Yes. Script. Script. script, uh, I'm not doing it again. No, stop talking. (laughs) Which I shouldn't say at the start of a podcast, but stop talking. So we're doing Commando. Yes. The 1985 movie. We were were wee babies. I know. But you know what? what, This movie was taped off TV Mm. because my sister was a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. Mm. And she loved it. Yep. But I loved it more. I loved it so much. I could just picture this little kindy kid. In his shorts and shirt and pulled up socks, getting home and watching Commando on no, the No, 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 we didn't have it in 1985. Like, 85 was when it was in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have been, I would have been like seven or eight when we first watched it. Okay. Right? It would have been a year or two after right, it came still out. still cute. So it's probably like seven or something. Yeah. Right? Now, I knew, as I think I said in the end of the last one, I knew every single word of this still when do. I was a kid. I know most of them. Yeah. So the memory's going a little bit because yeah. that's now been 33 years on. Yeah. Um, and I don't watch it all the time. Yeah. And I didn't have to put the first what if if David didn't say the, the words in the movie before it happened. He Actually, before it started, the first thing he said was, I'm not going to do the words this time. But as I'm sitting there yeah. and oh. I can hear that garbage truck, oh, yeah. the first thing I wanted to say is... Oh, he was all saying it internally because I could see your face. I could see it. It was all going Matt, on. I wanted to talk life. about how the truck. It, it's it's um on a Thursday. Yeah. Maybe they changed the schedule. Yeah. I mean, I I know the words like yes. so damn well. Yeah. Um. But look, before we do any of that, I want to give a little bit of a background as we've been doing. So all the movies we've done t- to date, maybe all the movies we've done to date, um, have four, but every one of them seems to be only just making money. But Commando. It was a budget of $9 million, and it made $57.5 million. That's, that's, that's that is what you call a box office smash. That's that impressive. is huge. Mm. So, obviously, that's the reason why, on ninety five after this, we got all those Schwarzenegger movies, mm. and that's the reason why he has a nice house in California. Um, what was the governor? And he's the, he's the governor. He's the governor. That's why he got to the chopper. And I dare that would have happened with the alternative um, star they had picked for this movie. Oh, yes. So as we were doing a bit of working out these things, they apparently I found a site that said there was commando facts that you never knew. And one of the first fact it comes up with is the story was originally written for Gene Simmons of Kiss. Yes. So Gene, could you imagine this movie? Obviously, they're not exactly the same. They rewrote it a bit for Schwarzenegger. Could you imagine if Gene Simmons was playing a guy whose daughter was stolen... Um, and he had to. I use... could picture him as Bennett. Yeah. But not as the hero. But not of as the, the story. hero. They would have to write in an an, all, an, an a sub role for his tongue. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like he just he's creep. I know. Say he's cre- sorry. Sorry, Jane Simmons, if you're listening. I doubt he is, but he's just too creepy. I don't know. And I don't think is Gene Sim in that time period. I don't think Gene Simmons was as buff either. Oh no no no. Very no. tall. So, Good with I the stilettos. Think... Could you imagine him running around in his kiss stilettos doing the things that aren't sort I don't of think he was going to be like... Um, see, this is the thing, right? Action people in the 80s, you had two types. You yes. had the Schwarzenegger ones. And like the Steven Seagal sort although, of styles. Well, no, not... Well, yeah, so Steven Seagal's a little bit of a different case because he's not a muscly man. But you had you had the muscly man dudes like 
Stallone, yeah, 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 and Van Damme and stuff, and then and then I suppose Seagal's kind of in that thing because he can really take care of himself because he has the martial arts, right? Yes. But then the other type was a guy like Kurt Russell, who yes. is not buff. No, he's just an everyday oh, dude. You look at Kurt Russell, like oh, he's trim. He's but not, he's not no, muscly. Oh, I see. I disagree think? with you there. Him in um in our previous movie, Big Trouble in Little China, almost had it the wrong way around in my head. The guy was screaming, yeah. "Little Trouble in Big China." Um, <laughs> He wears he wears a singlet the entire movie. Yeah, I suppose there is a he's, bit of he's he does work out. He's, yeah, okay. he's, look, he's not steroid, and he's but he's not, not body as big builder. as this, right? No, he's not. And and the other kind of ones, yeah, I don't I don't know if they're every. I'm not saying they're every men, but I'm saying they're not muscle men. Like nowadays, superhero movies, they're all jacked up like nothing else. But there was a place for in the eighties for oh, guys course. who weren't jacked. Yes, and then it kind of went towards the nineties where it was more martial arts jacked, like. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Um, See, I find he's more like... Um, what's his name? Uh, the Streisand. What's his name? Matt Damon? Yes, he's more like Matt Damon. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all I can think of... Reference we, we're to 40 referencing year old to episode one now. That's we're referencing good. our own episodes. If, you, if you're a dedicated listener, you'd get all that and you'd be laughing. <laughs> but if you didn't, then fuck you. Oh, Jesus. And that's a reference to another movie. Exactly. See what I'm doing here? <laughs> Episode two. Episode two. Uh, so, look, I just thought that was very funny. And we, we were just, right before we started, we were just sort of reading that. And we thought, yeah. oh, interesting. And there's a couple other ones. I might, as we get through it, I might even pull out some of the parts of this because there's some real good bits yep. about other people. And as we've done with previous podcasts, if you have not watched Commando, this is the time that you will pause the podcast. Go listen. Go watch it. Don't just listen to it. I would. I recommend you use your eyes too. You miss. You'll miss vital points you if you just listen part. to it. Fuck's sake, Lisa, you're an idiot. And then come back. So this is the yes. part where you pause. Ready, set, go. And you're back. And you've watched it. And you're welcome. Or you're like me, and you know it so well that you don't have to watch it. Look, again. and that's fine too. If you know this movie and you're like, "Fuck, Commando," I know this movie. Then that is absolutely fine. But be it on your heads. If we make a reference to a joke in it, and you're like, "I don't get it," exactly. That's your fault. So this movie, like I said, I wanted to talk about the Thursday and the maybe the change the schedule. My yep. first turning point, which is only a very minor one. Oh, can I just quickly interject yep. and just say that even though I wasn't obsessed with this movie as you were as a child, mm-hmm. I grew up with two older siblings that were men. Mm. They were much. They were my, well, my I brothers. Call them men, but no, yeah. they're fuckwits. But they were male <laughs> in John in gender, and they were very obsessed with Commando. Okay, to the point where my brother actually spray-painted the word commando on the side of our house yes. to my parents' dismay because it was a fucking brick house. <laughs> and it's I'm pretty sure it's still there. I don't think we ever got it taken off. People who probably own it now, but it's there. It's around mm. the corner at the back. Oh, is it? Okay. I think I've showed you before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's um, back in the 80s where people didn't have social media and used CB radio to chat to people. Oh, God. Um, his call... Was it Matrix? So- no, it was Commando. Oh, it was Commando. Commando was his okay. was his call sign on the CB. So yeah. was he trying to call General Franklin Kirby? Maybe, or maybe he was trying to just go to that yoga class that she missed or whatever it was that she was doing. Which, when we get to that, I want to talk about the pronunciation of General by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Um, so the first, the very first scene is the is the garbage truck. So. We're not going to go through like I, like I always do this, and Lisa yep. always goes. People watched it, yes. but we know so we know from the people who watched that there's a series of guys who used to work for, or used to be in the army, special forces with Matrix with Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes. and they get bumped off. Yes. So the very first one's the garbage truck. My my first turning point 
is what if someone else flagged the garbage truck down? Yes. Because the thing is, this garbage truck is driving around the streets and you hear it. It's going around for a long time. Now, if it's not supposed to be the garbage day, and of course, this guy rushes out. So the, so the first guy, I think it's Wilson. I, I, no, not Wilson. I can't, I can't remember his name. He's a Doesn't character matter. for a small superior time. But anyway, he um, he rushes out. He get he throws all the stuff and he runs out with the garbage bags and stuff, right? Mm. Now... He's he's just at the end of a normal street, whatever. No one else bothers to run out or whatever, do they? No. Now, if someone else ran out, flagged them down and started getting angry with them, these guys don't look like they'd take any shit. Do you think they would have killed someone else? I reckon they would have. And would that have alerted this guy that Because also, on? those people would have seen their faces. They didn't. Yeah. They weren't wearing any covering on their faces at all. Yep. I mean, not that it makes it... They don't seem to really give a shit, but that seems to be a pivotal thing. Now, I know these guys... And are, what if they didn't get out of bed? Yeah, it's not. It's not bin day. Like I say, the bin day was the day before. Our bins just got emptied. I'm not getting up. Fuck that shit. I know these guys are long, probably quite a while retired. I don't know how long these guys have been retired with new new backgrounds or whatever. But you think that if they gave, because they gave them all new names and everything, like a witness protection. Yes. You think they'd be a little bit more wary of stuff, and you think that if a garbage truck arrived on the wrong day, and the fact that we don't know how much time has passed. Yeah. Now the. And, since, since what they did. Yeah, and I think, I, and I'm not saying they're all super soldiers like Schwarzenegger's character is, right? Mm. But you think they'd have, they're pretty good, they're decent. So you think that if he would have heard a truck coming, maybe he would have been alerted, or even like if 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 the truck was coming and 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 someone got in an argument with him, he would have gone, "Hey, something weird is happening." I'd say he has a gun somewhere. Then. Or does he run away or something? You know, like, what? has it changed the movie completely? Oh, yes, yes. Is it like they're chasing him down and he runs to Matrix to try and get help and it, it's a different so movie? They, they're, he's at the end of a cul-de-sac and mm. they're reversing basically almost... It looks like they're going to reverse into his driveway. Yes. Because... I think they are. I think if he doesn't Garbos come out... would never do that. I don't know why they just didn't do a drive around like a loop, mm. like a U-turn in that street. Um so my impression would be that if he never came out, I think they would have... They would come in. They would have gone into Yeah, yeah they were coming home. in to get him. Yes. I think they were, reverse, they were going to reverse up he his met driveway. Them. Yeah, they, he met them at the end of the driveway with his bins. Yeah. And, of course, these guys just shoot them and run off. Now, yes. no, and no cops There's no turn talk. There's or, no... no. It's, it's, no. It's, I've got to say, in action movie, cops are notoriously never there. Mm. Unless they're part of the action, they're never yeah. there. No. So that one happens. Obviously, um, you know, the... The car guy, the next one who's who works in the dealership. Yeah, I always found it a bit weird because when he crashes through, and and takes him oh. with him, he's there's not guaranteed he's killed him. Yeah, I was gonna say it just dawned on me. Was the car salesman a, an ex? Yeah, I didn't. Oh, did I you not realise that? I am that is that thought, and I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. That thought's never crossed my mind. So that so what I, I can figure out. <laughs> so what I can figure out is this is an Jeez. elite. An elite unit, right? There's only four people in this elite unit. There's... Very... Wow. Yeah. So, because th- sorry, there's... my mind is blown. Because well, I mean, there might be more than there might that be more. That guy's not that, dead. Right? Well, he is. When you see it, they cut back to him and he's pretty dead. Oh, I reckon he could have made it. Like well, that's not that's. If not he a... says I can make it, he's gone. But <laughs> if he gets shot, like the first guy gets shot, yeah, yeah. that's pretty much. Oh, a he's good. Well, this is the thing in the first thing because we we had to watch the version we had, which was a little bit cut in yeah. the original, the not cut version. Yes, he shoots him. He gets back. He gets off the truck. Yeah. Um, Cook, and he walks right over to him, and he just full on hammers sure it into him. Right yeah. now, that makes sense. Yes. 
The second one, no. he drives through the guy, and then he drives off, and he does. He looks over his shoulder, like he's like he's checking his blind spot, and he just drives off. Yes. Now, different scenario though. That guy could have survived. He was yes. in the middle of the city. Yes. He wasn't no. lying in a driveway. He was at work. His yeah. colleagues could have called an ambulance, which could have got him to him very, yeah. very quickly. But I mean, maybe it was just in the morning. Maybe even if they didn't kill him, it didn't matter because they were trying to send a message. Because the the plot, the way the plot works, and yeah. I mean, I know this is an action movie, so the plot is not very good. But no, it was a message. It was trying to it was trying to scare the general into going to Matrix because they didn't know where he was. No, they that's couldn't right. find him. Yes, it was basically to to shake out a. Shake out a, a... A target. A target. They're trying to get this target. Yes. And obviously the third one is Bennett. Yeah. And it... At this stage we don't know, but it's a staged thing. But yes. I don't have anything on that because, you know... He, no, they don't mention anything about, except yeah. the fact that Bennett's dead. So, it all culminates in the... Montage the great The great montage life. of his happy life. Yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the nicest music. So, the one thing about this... And the reason why we talked about this in the way like I did that little intro is the music in this movie yeah. is very iconic yeah. and amazingly weird. Yeah, which leads me to my first um, <laughs> scriptical is, what if he could eat ice cream? <laughs> I mean, if he could eat ice cream properly and not look like someone from um, Wizard of Oz because he looked like a bloody witch. Like, seriously, man, eat ice cream properly. Come on. Come on, Arnie. You can do it. Get the ice cream into your mouth when you want to like it. So yes. Oh my god, I love it. And then, and I also had the note of what if the steel drum guy wasn't available? No, no. <laughs> what kind of get, music would they get? Have? Someone with a harp, accordion, <laughs> bagpipes, even. I'll imagine that bagpipe bagpipes song. would be quite poignant. Oh, it you would. know what? I, you know what you need. There needs to be some kind of app, and if someone can think of how to do this, where you can change, where you can change the instruments. In well, something. if you knew how to play it on a keyboard, yeah, you could just change the instrument. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, would I'll love to, to hear it with a harpsichord or I'll a church to, organ. I'll have to just learn that. Do, 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 do. I mean, it's pretty simple yes. tune, so yes. maybe we could just learn that, what those it's notes very good. are. I reckon if you played it on your bass guitar, it'd sound like porn music. It sounds so sexy. Then Gene Simmons would fit. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was going to do all the music. Maybe he was going to do the music. Yes, maybe he can play <laughs> I was made for saving that girl. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness! I still can't get over that. Sorry, I've learnt two things today that I had no concept of, and it's blown my good. little mind. Oh, I've got another one for you that comes up a bit later. But okay. I think I've said to you before, but you may be Look, blowing your mind further. Let's, let's guess it. Has. Okay, so the other one is in that first montage. He do, he's doing a chopping of wood, and the daughter comes up behind him, and he uses his blade to see it's her, right? Yeah. But what if it's not her? What if it was a psychotic killer? What if this is an action, not an action movie? What if this is a horror movie? Well, then he wouldn't have need to seen whoever it was in the blade because he would have smelled them coming. That's true. That's Remember, true. he's got the wicked nose. He's got that wicked nose. Gee, I hope he doesn't get COVID because then he wouldn't be able to smell anymore. He couldn't smell them coming. He'd be done. <laughs> Maybe he could smell them going. Oh, that's good. So we get the montage. And then, of course, after the montage, we get the, the home life. Yeah. They're really trying to hammer down that he's a good dad, aren't they? Yeah. His well, life is his girl. Yeah, that's it. They really they are live in remoteness. Remoteness, sorry. Yeah, they, you know, they, they, the town is very quiet. It's just them two. All this, blah, you know, I love you, dads on the fridge, and yeah, it's just all that sort of. It's oh. so sacred. It's the oh my god. Yeah, and and of course we get the the classic. Why don't they just call him Girl George? 
it would cut the whole confusion of things. Oh, yes. I mean, like, yes. come on. And I actually wrote, what if they did call him Girl George? Yeah, yeah, well, Jitterberg. I mean, that's Wham, but anyway. That's, that's Sorry. the wrong guy. That's George Michael. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Well, George Michael... I be, this isn't the music I podcast. reckon George Michael would be very upset. Yes. He'd be like, I'm get, then I would get called Girl George. He would. Girl mm. George Michael. He might have instigated his George coming Michelle. out. George Michelle. Mm. George Michelle. <laughs> might have instigated his coming out a lot sooner. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, yeah, and then a helicopter turns up. Yep, Mr. Have you got Kirby. stuff for the helicopter? Only that, you know, I'm trying to... I would imagine that Kirby led them to yeah. him. Yes. Because it was too too quick of a visit straight after, so they obviously somehow had tracked them and, and watched their moves and watched them go there. Yeah, I've got a real problem with that because Kirby turns up, right? Yeah. Now, he turns up in a helicopter and lands. Yeah. And from the time that he lands to the time that the first shots are fired mm-hmm. is got to be less than five minutes. Now, the way that helicopter arrives, it, it comes through a valley and turns up and lands. And unless he was, like, hovering for 20 minutes, how they... And they came, they obviously didn't come in a helicopter because you didn't see No, that. they drove up. So they drove up, right? Yeah, we saw them leave on cars. Yeah. So how did the cars get there only a couple of minutes after that helicopter got there, if they were following him? It makes no sense. Look, I think, I think they waited. I think there's a mole in the office at Kirby's. I think there's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Because they've got Kirby's gone. I'm going to go get him, and someone's someone gone. Where are you going? Device on it, and they were following the tracking device after it had already deployed. Yeah, like there, there is possibilities. Yeah, but it's just in. It's such a, a close amount of time. So that is one of my things that I want. It's not a what if, but it's just a. It's it's always been a thing of mine. Like, how do they get to so quick? Unless they knew where it was, and it's just a. It was just a coincidence that he'd got there slightly before they were going to do the same thing. Like, it'd be interesting to see what would happen if if there was a clash there. Mm. If they'd arrived first. Yeah. I, I mean, feel not like that, not that Kirby Kirby's told someone where he's going and they've then they've yep. been found out and Kirby's taken longer than they have to get there and they're yep. waiting. Because yep. they seem like they're waiting for Kirby to leave. Yes. Like if it if it would have been Kirby turns up, there's two soldiers there, and it's like morning and then late afternoon something happens, mm-hmm. these guys are standing outside and they get taken out, then mm-hmm. that would have made sense. But it's just too immediate. It's yep. like bang bang. Yeah. Just too quick. Mm. So my, my next what if is, what if Kirby left more than two good soldiers? Mm. So he only leaves two guys, and he says they're the best, or he says they're great, right? But there's two guys. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how many guys he thinks are going to come after him, but there was at least two guys came after one of them, Yeah, and they're pretty well organised. Yes. So you're thinking that if, they, if they're going to come after Matrix, like that's the end game. Yeah. Then they're going to send more than like yeah, two Yeah, you think... I mean, he is the missing piece from their full set. Yeah. Why the fuck would they not go Why would they not send, a, a, like, a whole group of guys? Yes. Why would they not set up a little base there? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because they thought they'd draw too much attention. Yes. But realistically... Yeah. He should have sent more than two guys. Mm. I know they can't fit them in a helicopter, but send another freaking oh, helicopter. No, you can fit. you can fit more in a helicopter. Probably get two of... Probably get... I mean... Strap it, make him hang under that part. You know that part? Under yeah. The oh, I know that part. Yeah, yeah. Just do that. Strap him to that. <laughs> that would have been fine. That would have been fine. Yeah, I think they just need more. Um, my my, what if there was when he was talking to Kirby about, you know, um, and stuff like that. I just thought, what did Bennett do that was so bad to get them to get kicked out of the unit? Oh, yeah. Did he not do his dishes? I've got some, I've he... got some unit talk coming up after because that's not just yet. Yep. There's a little bit just before that. But I want to. Did they not suspect him? He got thrown out of the unit. Why was he in there being killed too? Yeah, like weird. seriously, they should have suspected it. That's just a it's... bit naivety on their part. I mean, I don't think Kirby's a very good 
administrator. No, I don't he think seems he's like great. a bit of a cocky cock. He he does think he's awesome, and he also, I mean, Matrix comes up and takes his gun out of his holster. Yeah. Yes. I you mean, know what? I feel like they cut they and they also cast him very badly, Kirby. Yeah. I think they 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 made him look like a wussy. Oh, he really did look wussy. He looked like someone who does paper pushing. Does, I think he doesn't is do some of paper pushing now. Oh. But I don't think he originally was that. No. He apparently trained Matrix. So yeah. Obviously, see, I don't see that. Obviously, Matrix oh, went and got some YouTube training oh, afterwards. Just, yeah, YouTube. <laughs> he was watching some How YouTube videos. How to kick ass. <laughs> exactly. Um, so my next part, obviously the bad guys turn up. Uh, there is quite a few Arnold Schwarzenegger tropes in this movie, right? Including the I'll be back and all those, right? Mm-hmm. Now, one of them that's not normally talked about is the I can make it. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now, the two guys—the two guys are just standing out there. I mean, they look like they've got targets on their backs. Mm-hmm. They seriously aren't even looking in the direction where no. they get shot. No. One of them gets completely mowed down. The other one gets hit in the shoulder and, and crawls in next to where Matrix is. Right? Yeah, in the kitchen. And he says to him, "How bad are you hit?" And he goes, "I can make it." Mm-hmm. Now, if you're ever. I know you, no one's ever going to be in a Schwarzenegger movie, but if you are ever in a Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie, never say, I can if make it. If you're in any movie, it's also saying, like, I'll be back. It's also, like, oh, saying, God. you know, I'm fine. In the horror movie, I'll yeah, be back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can make it yeah. is, like, a sure yeah. trip to the mall. Yeah, you might as well be a black virgin in well, a horror movie. And he was a black guy, too, which made it yes. worse. Yeah. So, basically, then the next bit is, um, he says downwind to him. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you think I can smell it coming? My question is, were they eating burritos in the bush? Yeah. Um, do they stink? Do they have bad at the? I reckon or something? they popped a, like an eclipse mint or a fisherman's friend. He's like, he's like, I don't know. or they use maybe bad guys use excessive cologne, a bit of old spice. <sighs> Would be. I reckon Bennett's using a lot of cologne. Oh yeah, Bennett. Well, you have to. Bennett definitely uses. He's cologne. wearing crocheted chainmail. <laughs> That stuff breathes. <laughs> that stuff is so bad. He would be just oozing bo. Uh, but he wasn't there at the time, or was he? Was he in the car? Oh, I, don't I don't actually know. don't remember. He's the car that grabs the girls. I don't know if he's in the car that gra- he's. He is there with them because he turns mm. up at the bottom of the hill. Mm. Um, and my other question is, like, obviously he tells that he tells the daughter to go and hide in her room, right? Mm-hmm. And while he goes to his gun shed. Now, oh, yeah. what if he just takes his daughter with him? Yeah. I mean, I know that he has to run and whatever, but surely she's safer with him than hiding under a bed. Yeah. And also, why is she a stupid kid that hides under the bed? Yeah. Hide somewhere else. In the previous montage, they show him teaching her self-defense. Yeah. And yet that that seems seems to all go by the wayside, and she hides under her bed. She becomes the... You think their house would have been equipped with some sort of safe room or something like that? Yeah. Like, you think he would have prepared for that? Exactly. He's got a gun shed outside. Yeah, he seems very unprepared for this eventuality. Well, no, you say that, and Mm. yet he has what I can only describe as a fucking redneck's paradise in his shed. (laughs) He opens up the amount of weaponry he has in there. It's not just like a couple of guns. He has like a whole... It's like when you see those spy movies and they this press the button an, and the wall disappears. And this it's is just, an NRA member's wet dream. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. They'd be jizzing all over the screen at that oh point. Oh, my They'd God. they have to pause it, clean the screen, start again. Oh, my God. There is yeah. so much. And there's two scenes in this with their wet dream. This one is definitely one I of them. I get having it in a shed outside, but that's outside your house. You think you'd yeah. have some sort of thing inside. Say, I feel like he should have something. Or, or she goes with him. Yeah. Like, why, does... well, why didn't he give her a gun? That's another thing. Surely he would have trained her how to shoot. 
You trained her to do a little self-defense and use her elbow. That's what you teach girls. If you ever mugged, you use your elbow to go for the Yeah, and he does the teach eyes her that. And the throat, the crotch. Yeah, but that's... He teaches her some stuff. But she. But the thing is, she's hiding under a bed. So And they are very heavily armed dudes. So I think that that's once they're in the room next to her... Gun. Yeah, once they're in the room next to her, she's, she's in trouble. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter where she is. Mm-hmm. So I think that she went with him. It probably makes a different movie because... Then she's with him. He's trying to protect her. They're yeah. running away. Yeah, for the for the reasons of the movie and the plot, they had to be separate. Yeah, I know. But it's not very. It doesn't make sense to. But the it movie could be the that time. they're chasing them. Like you know, I mean, it's a different movie then. Yeah. But they're chasing them, and he's trying to he's trying to run away with his daughter or something. And, yeah. Look, and I'm, I'm sure whatever. at some point they would have caught her and got him. Yeah. But having them together would have yes. also would have also meant it makes sense that if they finally catch him, then they can do the whole explaining to him what they want him to do sort of thing. Yes. Whereas, although, I have to say, then we wouldn't get the amazing car driving down a hill scene. Oh, my God, yes. The car driving the hill could be a turning point because at any point that car could tip Mm. and he's dead. Yeah. But, you know, that's fine. And then, of course, he jumps out and he tries to beat up these soldiers and he does a pretty good job. Mm. And my question is, if he's that freaking good, he... Kills almost more, almost double the amount of people in in the end. Yeah. What if he just kills them all then? Yep. And then movie over. What if action movies had a body count in the top right corner? <laughs> That'd be great. They do need one. They do that sometimes on YouTube videos. People will do that and they'll just flick through and they just show the little numbers ticking over. But I think every action movie should have a body count. So this is where we get to the unit discussion. Yes. Right. Just after here, because he catches him and he goes. He says something oh, to him about... Oh, sorry, I jumped the gun. I, yeah. For some reason, I thought Kirby was telling him that, but no, no, that wasn't, no, no, that no, was no. him Bennett says, him ever after. since you had me kicked out of your unit. That's right. And I'm going to embarrass myself here. Yep, do it. Because I have done. I have said this to you, and you laugh very, very loudly when I said it. When I was a kid, I thought they were living together. I thought by unit, he meant an apartment. Like the odd couple. I thought that... <laughs> what if... Bennett and Matrix actually did live in a unit together, well, like roomies. the old couple style. Yeah. I want to see that movie. Bennett, you have to clean up after yourself. I can't do this anymore. I'm kicking you out of the unit. John. John, I'm not cleaning the dishes, John. You're behind in your rent. I can't <laughs> do it anymore. Get a job. John? Stop playing PlayStation. I know it's very early. Let's say Atari. <laughs> Stop playing Atari. Come on. Get a job. <laughs> Sorry. Scourers. That would make- I wanted to use the real thing. <laughs> Look, we could have made. Get that pipe out of your chest, Bennett. You're using up all the heat. Get away from the fireplace. I can't stay warm. Look, oh that could have been a... When, I, when you said that, I was like, fuck, I want to watch that movie series. I want to see that I on Netflix. I want to see it so bad. I want to see <laughs> Matrix and Bennett, the odd couple. I want to see them now at the nursing home and how they deal with it. Ever since you got me kicked out of the nursing home, Bennett. Ever since you threw a pipe in my chest, Bennett. Can I say, I love the fact that they picked who they picked to play Bennett. I can't think of his name now because my brain's gone Okay, I didn't do... You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to give the list to the people. Let's do the cast now. All right. So, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the hero. What? He's in this movie. Don't say he's the hero. Okay. He plays John Matrix. He is the lead role. can I just say, Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a guy called John is great. But his last name is Ma- now. I don't know if his last name is Matrix. It says John Matrix, right? But I don't know whether it's just his call sign is Matrix. But let's just say his last name is Matrix. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if anyone has the last name Matrix, but if they do, that is incredible mm-hmm. and also very weird. Like I don't know how that works. It might be. It might unless that's his 
That's what new I thought. New assigned name could be his new because remember they but give him all the other guy IDs. calls him Matrix. Okay, so they know. Who Feels it is. like that's his name, mm-hmm. and he does call him Mister Matrix at yeah. some point. The bad guy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Maybe it's a German name. Could be. Could be Austrian. I mean, if there's more than one, he's a matricy. But mm-hmm. either way, that's fine. Uh, uh, Ray Dawn Chong. Yep. Plays the most annoying character. Kirby. <laughs> She suits. Look, she she does what she needs to do. That's right. Uh, Dan Hadea is the presidente who wants to overthrow the other presidente. He's yes. A, he's basically like a what would you call him? Like a militant Dic- drug yeah, lord, dictator, dictator yeah, kind yeah. of guy. I don't even know if he's anything political. He's just a, he does seem to be I, political because he's got. Everybody I believe he was the in, president before, yeah. and he got overthrown, yeah. and they put a democratic thing. So I feel like what it is is. This unit that they were in was like a, almost like a CIA kind of unit, yes. like a special forces that goes into countries and yeah, does things. Yeah, yeah. And I think he get. I think that's why they want Matrix because Matrix knows this president because he got him elected. Basically, he yeah. got the government to be like democratic. In what in? Um, or do they just? Or do they just simply want someone good to kill him that can't be traced? No, nah, he says he he says the president Velasquez trusts you, so I'm pretty sure oh, he okay. knows him. Okay, right. So I reckon the president would trust an Uber Eats driver too. Don't have to. We could have avoided all this. That's Ordered right. him some fucking food, got it delivered. <laughs> bam, bam, done. Could be done. Yeah, I mean yeah. they really could have got someone else in there. I don't it know. Wouldn't have been as entertaining, I assure you. But still, <laughs> maybe Gene yeah, Simmons. Maybe that was Gene Simmons. <laughs> Maybe it's, he was going to play the Uber driver. Play a song. He's going to play the. Oh no! I rock up in stilettos. And... <laughs> but if that was the plot, Amazing. is that he was Gene Simmons of Kiss, and yes. they stole his daughter, and yeah. only if he if he played a concert for the president and killed him. Oh god! Oh my god! That's a really good movie. That's Let's, good. Someone make that movie. Put a pin in that one. Yeah, that's not bad. Get to my favorite character. Uh, your favorite character is Vernon Wells. Vernon Wells. Now I, I knew Vernon Wells, previous to this movie. Yes. But you did not. Or did you? I knew... No, I only know him from this and Running Man. Right. Whereas I knew him from Mad Max. He is a fucking lunatic in Mad Max. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't... I knew. I just didn't think of him as Mad Ma- the Mad Max guy, yeah. But that's... When yeah, I yeah. saw him, I'm like, oh, it's the Mad Max psycho. Yeah, like, yeah. he's... And I, I... For some reason, I feel like I should know him from Running on Empty, which is an, a movie from the 80s all about um, cars. Yes. But I don't know if he was in it. I feel like I have to go and check that back, but if you I'm did wrong, say that last night, but yeah. look, it's fine. He's I don't know something obviously so an Aussie actor in that period. Yes, and I love the fact they used an Aussie. <gasps> and no, not just that. And he but uses they let his him own use his accent. own accent. There was no need yeah. to change his accent. It didn't wreck the movie in any way. In fact, I think it only enhanced it having it an Australian accent. It's sort of weird. And it's, it's beautiful great. because you also had Arnie with his natural accent. Yes. So if you were gathering all these special operatives to do all this stuff all over the world, you'd yeah. think you'd have an eclectic choice. It's beautiful. Nothing upsets me more than watching a movie with an Australian, mainly Australian, but even with British people too. And they make them do an American accent. Yep, yep. Or, or just change their accent. Why? It's not needed. Unless you're doing a period piece for Jane Austen, yeah. you're not going to come in and go, hey, can't say gun. Some ca- you're not going <laughs> to need characters, that. Some characters probably need to have a different accent. But yep. you know what? For the, Just for the sake of it. You don't yeah. need it. I think it's silly. You don't need it. So, yeah. I I applaud when, when movies have that and they have their people in there and... He just adds to it. It makes him quirky, it makes him comical, it makes him very easy to hate. 
Mm-hmm. Not because he has an Australian accent. No, he's just. But he's, he's just really able. good at being a bad guy. He's like, really. He, he's a psychotic. Can, you can see he fucking loves it. Yeah. He loves it. I don't think he's ever played a role when he's not a psychotic. No, I don't think so either. And his accent just, you know, it just it suits it. Can I say that he feels very much like the '80s version of Jim Jeffries? Yeah. Do you feel that? Yeah. If Jim Jeffries Jim doesn't have the psychotic. No, he's, I'm not saying he's psychotic. Sorry oh, no. to Jim Jeffries if he does listen to this. Uh, very sorry that I'm not calling Love you psychotic. Love you, Jim. Had a sex dream about you. Um, no, but okay. Now he's not listening because oh, he's yeah, going to be worried. Oh yeah, he is. Apparently, yeah. I'm not going to go into. That. <laughs> sorry, just going to say nothing. Okay, shh. No more. <laughs> Lisa, shh. No more. This is going out online. No, nah, no. Okay. But the uh, yes, very much so. Very. You know what I, I mean? want to say? Ochre Australian. Yeah, iconic, it's, but not ochre. No, laconic, not iconic. Oh, laconic. What's laconic? Like kind of laid back and doesn't really, uh, like, doesn't really doesn't care and it's kind of oh yeah. Oh okay, that kind of I thing. understand. All right, lazy iconic. Lazy, I get it. Lazy iconic. It's laconic. laconic. I think that might be what it means. <laughs> if it is, man, I'm a genius. I don't know if it is. I don't think it's a portmanteau. No. By the way, I listened to our very first episode and the word is portmanteau, oh, which okay. means two things put together. That's what scriptical is. It's a portmanteau. Okay, great. So I've I. As I'm listening, I'm going, you idiot. It's a portmanteau. I thought that's the red things that go in stuffed olives, but anyway. <laughs> Let's move on. That's pimento, but that's fine. Um, yeah, okay, so I didn't get through the rest of it. So Alyssa Milano is in this as Jenny. And Bill Duke plays Cook. Or as Arnold Schwarzenegger calls him, Cook. Who plays Sully. So I didn't pick up Sully. <gasps> you didn't pick up Sully? No, Sully is there. Let's see if I can pick up him oh, from this. Oh, the puny little shit. I know. He also has a face that just makes you want to punch. Oh, my God, he wants to punch. We oh. haven't even got to him yet, so no. we'll just be careful we don't ruin the ending. No. You know, spoiler. Spoilers, Seriously, guys. Seriously, should we start the episode with spoiler? <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, I think every episode oh, is spoiled. Sully makes me want to oh, smash David his little Patrick face Kelly. In. Oh, no offence, David. He is in something else. far out. He was in something else recently, mm. I saw, and it was really Vernon weird. Wells, at the moment, he looks oh. so handsome. He looks. He reminds me of Bill from um, The Goodies. He does, actually. He's aged really, really well. He looks very handsome. Uh, he's in a few things recently, but I can't think of the thing he was in. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you either. Yeah, but there's lots of stuff here. I just can't think of the thing I saw him in recently. Yes. But he's been he's been solidly acting. I think it might have been War and Order episode or something I watched been. the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, yeah. uh, that's... he's still active. Look at him go. Oh yeah, he's still going. Yeah. He's in something this year, so that's it's cool. That's good for David Patrick Kelly. Oh, I like him. He's a good it's character. Because I reckon Alyssa Mar- Milano could have had a good um, good career. It's a pretty she didn't do and anything look, see, else after. Jenny this. Matrix. Yeah, the name last is, name. That's the last of his Matrix. It's fine. <laughs> If you look at if you look at the list of characters, no one else has a last name but Arnie. Yeah. And oh, except, and, and Kirby. Kirby, Arnie, Kirby, and Je- Jenny's characters. Everyone else is just known as Jackson, yeah. Leslie, Cool. Well, a lot of them are their last names. Lawson, Forrestal. <laughs> yeah, it's just nothing else. It's funny. Bennett. That is I don't their even last know Bennett's name. Bennett's not a first name. No. I'm gonna say his name is Jimmy. Jimmy Bennett. Jimmy Bennett. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. I like it. Let's go. Yeah. All right, let's get back on sorry, to what we, we were all, doing. Sorry, sorry for this. Well, it's going, they're all long ones. Yeah. But um, anyway, so they do, they give him all the, you know, we need you to kill this Presidente yeah. and all this sort of stuff like that. Um, and my next question, which is a part of that, is uh, what if Bennett owned a proper shirt? <laughs> so I do like, I want to talk about this shirt again. You know, what if my mind was blown... And back as a kid, I didn't legit think... I thought he was wearing chainmail the whole time. It's not. 
It's fabric. It's it's like crochet chainmail. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I tell you, I would not have taken him so seriously had I known what material he's. There's not some not strange sorry, fashion choices. It's a singlet. It is vest. like a, no, because there's see like there's. There's, there's no the grey one over the top, yeah. and then there's the black singlet shirt yeah, underneath. Yeah, yeah, but we're, we're talking about the thing that yeah. looks like So he's wearing well. two layers, and yes. both of them don't cover his arms. No. So it's... Yes. yes. There's some great fashion choices in this. Oh, it's so 80s, it's redonkulous. Can I say that? It's I mean, so I think 80s. Arnie is wearing the most normal clothes, that sort of green shirt and yes. everything. Yeah. Um, and I, he, I like he wears the, um, like the sport coat. Yes, and then and then has to dismantle with the sport coat, but he's still wearing cargo pants. He is in boots. boots, like he he's dressed right. He's, he's dressed, dressed for what yeah, he should he's dressed be. Dressed for his character. Bennett is dressed like he's going to Mardi Gras. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, actually, no, he's not. I've been to Mardi Gras. He's not colourful enough. <laughs> he's dressed he's like going, he's going to a very he's, downbeat Mardi he's, Gras. <laughs> he's dressed like he's going to the Blue Oyster Bar. Oh yes. <laughs> He really does look After, like he's I've in the I've referenced blue. a movie we haven't done yet. We'll I'm do that one eventually. Oh, God, there's five, six of them. No, five. just one. We'll just do the number do one. all in one episode. I'm not doing all. <laughs> <laughs> what if they stopped making them? It would be a good one. Um, Shut up. <laughs> no, That's I'm not saying childhood. they're bad. I'm saying no. what if they stopped making them? No, they didn't. After they, one. they shouldn't have. They didn't. No, they shouldn't have. They didn't stop to make it until after seven. Yeah, I know, that um, was a mistake. But yeah, anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the, the fashion in this movie as well. Okay. So, the first one, uh, other than that, is Sully, mm. who does look like he is going to snort a bunch of co- cocaine. Yep. He really does look like cocaine? an 80s. Cocaine? Cocaine, yeah. Yeah, because he's meeting Cook later. He looks like he was from Miami Vice. He just he came really off the set does. of Miami Vice. But that was the, that was the look. Yeah. That was the look. There is some just... Just some outrageously good fashion. Alyssa Milano's re- um, wardrobe too was very on point. The matching pink yes. outfits. Yes. Got but, whereas it. they tried to make her, they tried to dress her a little badass as well. Like yeah, the kid of a, she kind of has this necklaces and stuff like that, yeah. and lots of bracelets. That was so very eighties. Oh my god! So, so many, many bracelets. bracelets. <sighs> yeah. All right. <laughs> and then the next one they probably heard her bracelets that's how they knew she was there <laughs> heard the jingle jangle and like shit that's oh, where they are she's under the bed yeah um, the next what if mm. is I want to know what if the Batabi brothers walk in in that scene and say hey dad <laughs> he broke the window again oh, you do you can't. think do you think that that's just one the for president us. character now I think everyone should know that in um, Night at the Roxbury yeah sorry Will Ferrell and oh you don't know his name. I should. You do. I don't know his name oh, either. Oh, well, that's how rude. Hey, don't I'm really, me. really sorry. The guy plays Cookie Romano. Yes. Um, um, he's in, in the middle. Yep. He's in a lot of things that we, we've seen. Yeah. Um, so basically, they're Saturday Night Live characters. Yeah. Those two guys. And I... Damn, I can't remember his name. And and in the, in the Saturday Night Live version, Jim Carrey was also one of the Batavia yeah, brothers. Yeah, Chris Catan. Chris Catan. God damn it. So Chris Catan and Will Ferrell yes. are in a movie called Night at the Roxbury where yeah. they play two brothers. Yeah. Uh, and the dad is played by this bad guy, Dan Hedaya. Yeah. So I just think it'd be hilarious if they're, they're like, got a guy tied, tied on the table and all of a sudden the two Batavia brothers walk in. Hey, Dad. He broke the window again. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, cool. You got a guy on the table. Cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yes, that would have been interesting. It'd be hilarious. It would have given him the dad vibe that would have yeah. thrown off the whole. And he'd be like, dictator. he'd still be angry like the dad is in that movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But he'd just be like, I'm doing something. You guys out. are so useless. Just go yeah. play Atari or something. Yeah, just get out of here. Oh, God. Maybe he'd try and get, because he'd try and get Doug to take over the business. Maybe he'd try and get Doug to help hold him down. Yep. 
and then he'd tell the other son to, to get lost. Dear Lord. Um, <laughs> just every time I see him, I see him as the dad in The Night of the Roxbury. I, I know it's really weird. No. He's a lot of other stuff. He is. And he's, he's the way he talks in both those roles are very, very different. pretty similar. It's almost no, the same No, it's thing. not. It's different. It's the same accent. Yeah. But it's the, it's the demeanour in which he talks. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's quietly aggressive, like passive aggressive in both roles. He feels like he's very much not the when same. he's talking to Richard Greco, man. Oh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose by a, the end he he, he, has he a mellows out. After that. Yeah, he has a breakthrough. Anyway, that's a different movie. Yeah, I like to at other movies. Yeah, yeah um, I can see that. We all can see that. We can hear that. Uh, so the next the next part is obviously there's there's a great there's a great way of keeping track of of the good guy. Yeah. Now, when you've got a when you're a bad guy and you're either trying to kill a good guy and you're trying to transport him, you've always got to leave a tenuous way for him to get out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, their great plan is they're going to have uh, Sully make sure he gets on the plane, Enriquez stays with him to make sure he gets off yeah. the plane, that is. Yes, he's the babysitter for the flight. So he sits on the flight with him, right? Yeah. Now, that's fine, gets on the flight. Now, if you are really bad guys, um, this, this whole thing of the airport, there's a lots of what-ifs here because... Basically, he kills Enriquez. He snaps his neck, right? Yep. And then he gets off the plane. Now, the first one is, like, make sure... I think they're counting on the yeah. fact that he's in public. Yeah, and he won't do so anything. So they, they're just thinking two people, one to escort, one to be on the plane, is enough. Hmm. There is no way he's going to pull any shit while they have his daughter yeah. in a public scenario. So I've got a few things with this plane, but I just realised I forgot the the most Im- one of the most important things. You know, we said that uh, Arnold Schwarzeneggerisms. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. Turns up here. Yes. And apart from maybe in Last Action Hero, mm-hmm. where that's not really, it's like it played for jokes. Yeah. This is the only time that someone responds to his "I'll be back." Oh yes. Oh, it's so good. I think it's it's more it, for me. It's more iconic than the actual "I'll be back." Yeah. I don't know how many times I've said, "I'll be waiting, John." Yes. Exactly. It's great. And I think it's probably because it it's in It gives that accent. character much more character. Oh, yes. Like, I know that I said the same word twice, but you know what I mean? Like, oh, Bennett yeah. is the most charismatic bad guy. He is really He's amazing. He's really good. Yeah. Like, they I'd do his role. I'd love to see him make a comeback in movies. Oh, my God. They do his role so well. Especially it opposite works. Arnie. Could you imagine if they do it again? Oh, my God. That'd be, be great. so good. I mean, he's dead. The character Bennett's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's somehow we could do something. I think there's something you could do. Yeah. Um, so sorry, I'll get back to the plane. So my things about the plane is obviously he, kill, he kills this guy, and he and he says, "Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired." Now yeah. this flight goes for eleven hours because he sets his watch for yes. eleven hours, yes. right? So he knows that in eleven hours they're going to know that he didn't turn up. So therefore they know that's that's his. Yeah. So clock. In ele- you're telling me, basically, this movie is telling me in eleven hours. Basically, right at the very end, when they go to land, the plane shakes a bit and the hat falls off so you can see he's bleeding. And then they realise this guy is dead and they bring him out in a stretcher. Mm-hmm. Now, this is way further in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I need to say it because it happens now. That you're telling me in 11 hours, no one no, doesn't notice that one of the guys is not in his seat and this other dude is, is there. The plane doesn't shake in 11 hours to knock that hat off. You know what I mean? She comes around with the drinks cart and she doesn't go, sir, you know, try and wake him up because he's been sleeping. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about plane fight, but I feel like someone at some point in 11 hours would have noticed this guy's dead. No. You don't think so? I don't think so. 
I feel like they would. I don't know what time span if this goes. It doesn't go overnight. It's during daytime, right? Everything is during the day. No, there's night time. Is there night time? Yeah, there's definitely night time. So maybe they'll just assume he's... Look, people sleep for an eight-hour stint. No, I don't know they where... sleep for an 11-hour stint. This... A lot of people use flights to sleep on. I feel like this place is in South America somewhere. I was actually going to look it up, and I, I, I regret I didn't. I was going to look up how far a plane would go in the 80s and 11 hours to work out roughly where this island nation is. Mm-hmm. But it feels like it's somewhere, like, way down the bottom of the Caribbean near South America. Like, that's what it feels like it is. I feel like we should be talking to someone who's a stewardess. Um, or a flight attendant. Sorry, mm. I should use the correct term. To see, is there? Was there? Would they? Would they bother waking up somebody on a flight? But also, like Regardless another person's just time. missing. Like they have a. I don't know. Maybe they. Yeah, that, that throws me off because he did speak to someone specifically. If he hadn't spoken to anyone specifically, yeah. like she would have probably been there and gone. Think, okay, that person. Go. Did, yeah, yeah. Like she probably would be like, "Where's he gone?" Especially with the takeoff. Yeah, like they would have. They would have. Like, she would have gone, oh, no. Oh, but he even passes someone and says he gets airsick. Yeah, he does they say airsick. They let, they let him, him walk leave past, right? while well, he shouldn't be leaving. So she has to strap in. They have to strap in when they're, yeah. they're taking off, right? Yeah. So she's probably like, oh, I can't stop this guy, whatever. As soon as she unstraps, the first thing on her mind is, where did that guy go? Yeah, and never sees him again. And they would look for him. Yeah. And they would be like, we can't find where he but is. But look, that's fine. They can do that. But the fact is, that's going to be irrelevant to the bad guys at this point. They're not going to know because... But, but who are they going to inform? Who's no, the air flight going to inform? But if they take off, right? And I need to know if this is a thing too. Like I don't know how the procedure would work. If they take off, and within the first hour they find a dead body, do they just go back? I would assume so. Yes. I would think they go back. Yes. I don't think they would fly for another ten hours. No, definitely not. Because it would still body. happen over American soil. Yes. It would be considered a. De- a I feel like they have to do America. it in yeah. America. Yeah. They would have to take back. So basically, what happened is the plane would take off and then it would go back. Yes. Now Sully's already left the airport. Yeah. In an hour. Yeah. So that means that plane never arrives. Yeah. Which means the guys waiting in um in the other airport. Yeah. Probably get a thing saying that the flight. But they would only see that when they get there to pick them up. Yes. But does that give him more time? Because the flight arrives, right? And then the flight's there and the guy comes down and then they call. And then they say... And basically once they... once uh, I don't know what his name is. President, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, gets the phone call saying he wasn't on the plane. Yeah. And kill her and whatever, right? Yeah. That's, that's like 11 hours on. He wouldn't get that phone call because those guys would be waiting, and the plane—they'd just be like, "Oh, the plane's delayed. The plane's delayed. Whatever." They—I don't know what it would say on the displays and whatever, but they'd be trying to find out what happened. All the plane had to go back. Yeah, they wouldn't say delayed. They probably said the plane had to cut. Had plane right probably yeah, cancel or something. The flight would be cancelled. I would imagine so. So the would they would call canceled. forward, and these guys turn up at the airport and find out the plane's cancelled, and then they'd have to try and find in information of why it's how, been cancelled. It depends how early the the bad guys would have gone to greet him. Yeah. I reckon they would at least 11 hours. Then they're not going to sit there and camp out 11 hours. No, they're going to get there just at 11 hours. Yeah, they're just going to get there. So I think it gives him maybe another half an hour to an hour extra mm. time. Yeah. And that half an hour to an hour might actually be enough to make that, that last assault a lot easier for him. And remember, this, they're waiting for him. this island is probably quite remote. We're taking them time to drive. This is back in the 80s where you couldn't check online to see if a flight was delayed mm-hmm. or, or cancelled. So, yeah, this would have, I think it would have equalised out. I don't think there would have been any change in the bad guys being informed that Bennett wasn't, not Bennett, sorry, that Matrix wasn't on the flight. Okay. All right. I feel like there could be something that happens there, though. Well, the other thing is also, I mean, sometimes flights are just 
slower or delayed or whatever. Like yep. it's the eleven hours. Mm. I mean, sometimes flights are faster. He mm. thinks he's got eleven hours. He may not have that long. No, could have had longer. Could have had longer. They could have hit turbulence or a storm or something and exactly. had to have gone a long way around. You don't know. But yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot. That's a that's a huge variable. That flight. A lot of things. What if he didn't manage to... Like, he just got off just in time. Any higher, and he would have died. Like, that's... I don't even know if someone could make it from the length, from the... Oh, from the he couldn't make it. Where he jumps from... Yeah. And the thing is... Okay, so that that's another action movie. We don't care. We just, we just yeah. want you to believe. Opening bits and pieces to get somewhere that lets off alarms all over the, the oh, cockpit. Of course, yeah. The cockpit would have alarms would going off everywhere. everywhere and that, they would probably turn around. Yeah. And something on the landing gear and shit like that. Yeah, mm. for sure they turn around. Absolutely. Plus, he's on a landing gear. I don't know how fast the plane goes, but it goes quite a few hundred kilometers an hour. Yes. Um, and I believe if he would have dropped from the height that he dropped from, he yep. would have been dead by hitting the water or also dead by just the speed he was going. He, he yes. wouldn't have just landed. He would have been like jet it's skiing flung across. across. The, yeah, yeah. You know skimmed, I mean? skimmed him like a fucking stone. And he doesn't take long once he gets off the plane to get back into the airport as well. Yeah. But the my next point is... Uh, what if watches didn't only make noise when you look at them? Mm, mm. Because his watch only makes noise when he looks at it. It's very advanced, you know. It's pretty good. My watch knows when I'm looking at it. That that action of me flopping my arm up, it will turn on for me. So maybe it was just a very advanced it's watch. It's an extremely advanced watch. Mm, mm. I mean, I know he's you know, military and stuff like that, but yeah. it's a pretty good watch. Maybe it's doing it the whole time they just numb it out. Yeah, maybe. Mm. If you're doing it the whole time, then he's not going to be able to spy on people very easily. Lucky you're not Matrix, eh? Because that would have pissed you off. Why is this watch... Imagine that in the middle yeah. of a movie. Why is it only beeping when I look at it? And then you're just doing that little tricks, like... Just I'll see, be trying to work out when, see when it, it does it. Like what when the fridge is. door light only goes on when you yes. <laughs> open the door. Yeah. Um, We've all figured that out. Oh, of course. Uh, the other the other one is, I've got, what if airports actually had some kind of security? So... He, he jumps off the plane. Now, I, I understand it's probably at the end of a runway and no one sees him, right? Yeah. But he then does, like, a few jumps over sections and runs through a stairs and gets his way back, right, to try and catch up with where Sully is. Yes. Now, sure, I, know, I know it's the 80s, but surely someone in security is, like, some security there, but he can't, you can't just run along an airport and get back to the terminal without anyone noticing you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's, he's not that stealthy. He's a big dude. Uh, look, I don't think that's a don't think that's a definite. I think there's a way that he could have climbed up some sort of baggage thing onto a, a baggage yeah, claim. He kind, of cri- he kind of climbs... He goes... He grabs on a baggage thing, which the mm. guy doesn't even notice him. Then he runs over. He jumps over, like, a door, down the stairs. He jumps... Like he, he finds a back way in. You know basically. what? I reckon it's possible. In the 80s? Yeah, probably is. It's possible. Probably was. Nowadays? Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> no way. But yeah, definitely for the 80s. That's right. Mm. So he he finds he finds Sully. He mm. he really like he gets back there pretty quick. If you think about the amount of time, like we've been on plane before. Mm-hmm. When you're sitting on the plane mm. and you see it run away, obviously Sully watches until the plane takes off, right? Yeah, and he then actually he sees it take off. How you not see a human person <laughs> Fall off the bottom of Fall it. Fall off the fucking wheel. Yeah. And not be triggered by that is beyond me. But he then maybe Sally's got pretty shit sight. I don't know. He's maybe a bit he of a does. Turd. But he's. A <laughs> so he sees that. He turns around. He starts walking out. Right. Yep. Now he's done his bit. He wants right, to go pick now, up some pussy. <laughs> yes. That's all so he wants. from from the time Matrix falls off the plane till he gets back to the terminal. Wow, Sally must walk so damn slow. But he also does try and get some pussy. 
Yes, that's what it is. I think that's what it is. He's yes. going scouting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, he comes across Cindy. Oh, just random person talking on the phone and talks to her like a fucking creep. He is creepy. Oh, so creepy. He's creepy. Uh, he's He lays the path for him being creepy when he gives Matrix some extra money and says, have a beer, let's give everyone some time, extra time with your daughter. So I think he's a pedo. Um, and he just likes to... I don't know if he's a pedo. I think he just knew what what, what was the right thing to say yeah. for his to get him riled up. Riled up, you reckon? Is that I don't think he I, look. I don't think I'm sure that the the guards that are looking after probably have had that thought. But fuck, I think that's pretty. I don't think the guards looking after really care about a little girl. No, no, no. But um, it's yeah, he's creepy. And that phone conversation had me with my what if. What if the woman on the phone behind her yes. actually intervened? She was watching the entire time. Now, hmm. I know that's bad extra Yes. Bad extra uh, work. work. They're not yeah. supposed to look, but she was watching intently. And if that was me watching someone hmm. get accosted by her, and you could tell it was a random stranger because she was on she was literally on the phone next to this woman, so she heard the whole altercation. How did she not come and help her is beyond me. And what uh-huh. if she had done that? Yeah. You know? Well, it probably would have been similar. He would have just called them both bitches and walked mm. off. Mm. Um, or fucking whore or whatever he calls her or whatever yeah. it is. But I don't know if he would have followed her at that point, though. Because I know he's, they're simply walking out to their cars in the um, car park. Yeah. But he's definitely got some stalker vibes there. He really does. Yeah. But the other one, too, and I know that he's got stalker vibes and it probably never happened, but what if she actually said yes to his date? Mm-hmm. What if she was so upset by the boyfriend blowing her off? She's like, whatever, I'll just go with this guy. Yeah. I mean, that's, if, yeah. that's probably not a great thing to happen to her. No. But it probably means Cindy's a different type of character. She's yes. not part of the main character. She's like, a, yeah. She's, yeah. Bad things happen to her. Now, yes. this is where I need to introduce my, my Cindy fact. Okay. Ray Dawn Chong. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Ray Dawn Chong is? I do now. She is the daughter mm-hmm. of Mr. Chong. Tommy. Tommy Chong. Yes. Half of Cheech and Chong. Chong. She is. She is the daughter of Cheech and Chong's yeah. Tommy Chong. Mm. And I never knew that until no. a little, until probably a year or two there ago. Is, there is little to no resemblance There's to her father at all. There's not a resemblance at all. She definitely would take after her mother. I don't see any of Tommy in there. And I'm, I'm, I used to grow... I grew up watching Cheech and Chong movies. And, of course, he was in the 70s show, which is, which is a show I adored. Hmm. I don't see any um, resemblance So my, there. my other what if Sorry, is, what Tommy. if she's on the phone and this guy's being a creep and all of a sudden Tommy walks over and he goes, Hey, man, why are you doing <laughs> this to my daughter? I will smoke you, you sh- like a fucking joint. Get the fuck away from my kid. <laughs> you should leave, man. What if she actually looked a lot like her father? I don't think she would get the attention. She's like, damn it, she- I wish I looked like my dad more. <laughs> oh, my God. Chong. 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 Sorry. Um, yes. So, so Cindy is quite possibly the most annoying character in all of action movies. Yeah, she's a bit whiny, but she, I don't know if she's the most annoying. She's I, up there. She's right up top there. Top five. She's definitely top five. Yeah. It's, I think it's because of the... Uh, yeah, she's got... If be, she stopped doing that, it'd be okay. But you know what? She was already having a shit day, and then she gets chased by a creep. Then someone steals her... Uh, basically carjacks her. Yeah, kidnaps her. Rips, rips her car apart. Yes. And just fucks up the rest of her day. She misses, what, her karate class? Her her 7.30 advanced karate class. That's right. She misses her karate. Like, her day is just fucked. Like, how inconvenient. 
Like, I don't blame yeah. her having a whinge. I don't. I think she, if anyone, she is completely entitled to have her whinge. But on the upside, she gets to use a rocket launcher. Day absolved. I suppose, and and it does indicate at the end that she gets a new dude. Yes, that's right. Yeah, they do indicate they're kind of happy, happy, chappy. But I know, which makes no sense. They just sort of shoehorn that at the end. But there's no romance. It's no. just simply like you know, she's she's been he's been talking about her, his daughter, and she finally is helped. I don't know. It just seems like it's a nice ending. She got to help him. Got to meet the daughter. She's happy. My what if there was? What if she actually had? To, what if she wasn't? Um, because she seems to be an air stewardess, right? Yeah, she definitely is. She seems to be an air uh, air flight attendant. Sorry, yeah. I keep using the wrong words. I know. Um, it's okay. We'll... What if she caught a cab? Yeah, that'd be interesting. What if she had something picking her up? I suppose that. That's probably I the reckon she's he calling. would have then swayed to go to Sully, but he yeah. didn't know Sully was already gone. He needed someone to follow. He needed someone to follow follow him. If he carjacked a cab, it would be interesting. But I, th- I think he, I think what he did is he knew what Sully was like. He knew Sully would chase her, mm. so he knew what he needed to do was he needed to get to Sully somehow, mm. which meant that what he probably he saw his opportunity by using her, mm. because I think if Sully had just left, he would have just chased him down, yeah, and would have just carjacked Sully. Yeah, that's what would have happened. Mm. But he, I think he thought this is a good opportunity because I can't quite catch up with him I'll use I'll use this girl this might be the way to go. Yeah. And it's a very good plan mm. I suppose. It's it's a reasonable plan. Yeah. But yeah, um I've got one and I can't remember what it is. So I can't read it so we're not going to do it. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. I'll try and see if I can figure this one out. No, I can read it. It's what if Sally had a mobile. So that that relates to later on. Do you have some stuff for the for where they go next. In the mall? Yes. I do have one for the mall. And it's what if the mall security was like that of Westfield's Parramatta? There would have been no interference because there is no mall security in Westfield's Parramatta. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sometimes it feels that way. I used to work there, so if anyone's offended, look, I used to work there and it was almost like they were non We're very regional now. Cause yes. <laughs> people living li- li- listening no, I think I've areas. referenced to Western Sydney before. So, okay. yeah, look, we're Western Sydney people. That's fine. <laughs> well, look, what if the mall security just called the cops? I don't know. There's all different things. There's a lot of mall security guys. Way too many. Yes. Uh, yeah, there is. There's a lot of presence I don't know how big this mall is, but there's a lot of guys. But it also has a pub in it, like a drinks, a bar. It's a weird... It's a weird scenario. So I can understand why yeah. if you had a if you had a, yeah. a shopping centre that had a pub in it, you'd yeah, want I extra security. I suppose. I don't think we. I don't think there's anyone. Like for example, let's use. I haven't been to Westfields. Actually, let's go West Point. That's yeah. Blacktown. I've been there. Mm. Is there a place where you can buy alcohol in there? Maybe one of the restaurants, but not an actual pub. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think. I think. I don't know if that's an American thing. I don't think that they. I, mean, I think it might just be there. Places now, like for example, I think Zone Bowling. You, there is a bar attached. So there are some, I think maybe Castle Hill maybe has its own bowling where you can go drink and then bowl. But I find that a very weird thing, especially in the 80s too, that we wouldn't have had anything like that. I don't think this is a thing. I think they've just put a bar there. Yeah. And it's not even like a bar, it's almost like a nightclub. Yeah, it's very dark city. And it's, it's basically bad guys meet up joint. And it's daytime. Yes. Can I just say this is daytime? Uh, oh no, it's, it's afternoon it's because afternoon. She has a when he leaves... That's right. When he yeah. leaves, it's night time yeah. when they leave yeah. there. Mm. The time in this is very strange, mm. so I don't know how their flight works. It feels like it's an overnight flight, so maybe it's afternoon. And that's another reason why they wouldn't interrupt that guy's sleep. Sorry, I took a drink and it yeah. kind of went straight down no, my that's okay. lungs. Yeah, no, um, yeah, yeah, that's another reason why they wouldn't wake him up. This flight took place overnight. That's true. 
That's true. It probably he just fell asleep probably earlier. takes off around yeah three four o'clock or something. Yes. So by the time they get to the shopping centre, it might yep. be close to five. Yes. Probably people at happy hour. It's yeah, really it's weird to have it's one. Early drinks, yeah. It's really weird to have. Yes, one it's in out it. of the place. It looks out of place. Feels like they wanted a bar, mm. but they wanted a shopping center, and they yes. just put them both together. I love how the the shopping center was. <laughs> this goes to my work roots, but it was um, decorated with bannoli bags. Yeah, <laughs> just That's these weird. huge sausage bags of air. Yeah. and he just manages to snap one off, keep the integrity yeah. of all the air in it. So yeah. he created a beautiful, perfect seal, oh. and then fucking and then, curious George that thing like Tarzan, yeah. as she says. Yes, you swing across the roof like Tarzan. Yeah. And then she does save him. She yes. saves him from being shot. Yes. Which I don't think it matters because Matrix is so fucking bulletproof anyway. He is. That he would have just gone, yeah. oh, yeah. damn, I got shot yeah. and just run yeah. on. I heard the bullet, but it's ah. okay. It's okay. I got hit in the, I got hit in the back of the okay. Sorry, guys. We're going to do a lot of Arnie, but we can't help it. It's, <laughs> can't it's, help it. It's, it's Umbilical just, Brothers. That's right. Blame um, me. <laughs> we're doing Arnie. Anyway, um, yeah, so obviously we have that scene. Yep. Um, there are a few what-ifs there, but I don't know if there's anything that really changes much, apart because pretty much every time, unless unless Sully gets to the payphone and gets his phone call away, which I don't think he's ever going to do, mm. he then runs to his car, mm-hmm. they chase him. Yep. Um, he waits, the girl comes running there, so Cindy comes running down, yelling at him, and he does wait for her. Now, I don't know why he waits for her to get her to get in the car. Yeah, it's silly, isn't it? Really, he should just keep driving, because yep. he doesn't need her anymore. Yeah. She's not important. She's just holding him down. She didn't help him. No, in fact, she was the one that alerted the police. So if anything, he should have cut her off. He doesn't need her anymore. Yeah, but for some reason he stops. Mm. Maybe because the director said, hey, you have to stop for her. Um, but yeah, so they get in the car. They're chasing. They're driving up the hills. I'm assuming this is like LA. I think this is LAX they yeah, mentioned. Yeah, seems that way. So they're driving up through the hills. Mm. It's night time. It's getting darker and darker. Yep. Um, it's there's some There's a good little car chase. Uh, and then, obviously, the, the trope That little of, being the operative word, because it's the two tiniest cars I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then they, they, they're they smashing into each other, yep. right? Now, my this is my next question. That's why, what if you had a mobile? Now, I don't know much about this model of car or anything, but it's a Porsche. I would imagine it would have had a car phone at this point. That's what I was thinking. That is very apt for the year. It's, very, uh, it's a very expensive so, sports car. It would have had a car phone. Why wouldn't... Could Sully have... Because he was desperate to get to a phone. Yes. Could his car have had a phone in it? Yep. And then he Obviously calls ahead. Obviously he's Hitman. His Hitman pay doesn't... Maybe he didn't get that it. as an option. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have it. Yeah. But also he's driving. I don't know where he's possibly driving to. He's just trying to get away. Yeah, I think he's just trying to get away. And then they knock him over. Yep. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger decides that the best way to stop this car is to drive it directly into a phone pole. Yeah. The phone pole doesn't move. No. He hits it yep. pretty hard. Yeah. No one is wearing a seatbelt. Yes. No one moves. Yeah. What is with the physics of this universe? <laughs> like, no airbags. No airbags or nothing. No airbags. Yeah. They would He's not even be in a, dead. Whoever's in... Who's driving? Is it Major? He's driving. So she's in the passenger seat that has no seat. She has no seat. No he's seat ripped belt. the seat out. He's ripped the seat out of its colder. How do so they survive? Hide. Yeah, I don't know. There's another, yeah, yeah. They're both dead. Yeah, they would have. I'm to sorry. Be. She would definitely be dead. She would definitely be dead. He probably could brace himself with his big strong legs if he if he bared down on the mm. pedals. I reckon he could have he could have restrained probably. himself. You've seen his arms and his legs. But why does he do that? Why doesn't It'd be he just like a leg press? Why doesn't he just use his brake and just stop? Maybe he has no brakes at that point. Maybe, but it doesn't seem to indicate he has no brakes. But he doesn't even try to brake. He just 
rams into a pole. It's action. It's the weirdest thing way of stopping Maybe a car Maybe that telephone pole looked at him funny. <laughs> You'll never be governor. <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry. Maybe he goes back a... to that telephone pole years later and reinstates it Ter- because as as governor. Yes. <laughs> this is the, this is the, what got me into business. Oh my god. And right. and okay, so yeah, basically if if he dies in the car. Yeah. And then they obviously pulls Sully out and mm-hmm. uses his weak arm and all that garbage mm-hmm. and drops him. And yeah. Every, but everyone's happy and he lets mm. him go and they go back. And of course, you know, she doesn't seem to worry the fact that he's just brutally murdered someone. Oh, uh, no. I think she'd be really happy about that. He's the creep. That's true. He's creepy. She's got no She's got no wars there. What if he made it? What if he grabbed onto a bit of shrubbery and held on? Yeah, true. And a couple, even if a couple of hours later, he still could have. Got you do to see him for a long, long way before you actually see him fall. Oh, you do. Yeah. Maybe it's because of the edit. It's not version. just. Look. This. If they can survive a point blank oh. smash into a telephone pole with no seatbelts, yeah, I'm pretty no sure he airbags, could survive. I reckon he might have survived that. What if he was wearing a parachute? Yep. <laughs> well, he had shoulder pads. He had a lot of shoulder pads. So therefore, his neck and head were cushioned. So his spine would have been intact. <laughs> he would have been okay. Like he would have had a bit of head injury, but you know, you saw the way he functions. It's probably normal for him. So he would have been fine. Called call the bad guys, let them know what happened. Boom, daughter dead, over. So there's a quick, there's a quick little cutaway mm-hmm. back to Jenny. I think at this point. Yeah. Because I make a note here, and I'm pretty sure that's why. Um, so Jenny's just sitting in a room. It looks like she's sitting in a ballroom. Mm. There's no furniture. Mm. And they've, like, they've put sort of plywood over the windows, right? So, yeah. it's like, you think that this guy, he's a, it's, it's a bad guy's base, right? Now, when you're setting up your bad guy base, you think you have a prison. I'm sure I have a prison. They don't have a prison for her. No. They have a ballroom with plywood over the door, yes. and they've, and the, and a locked door. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right. Now I know she's probably what, ten, eleven. Yes, we'll assume that so. We assume she's maybe, maybe yeah. a bit younger. Anyway. Um, my question is, look, I know that, I know she couldn't bash through the plywood, but it feels like if she gave the plywood a few kicks, because she does try and hit things and whatever. Yeah. It feels like that over the course of what would be possibly eight hours, nine hours, she could break a hole in that plywood. Yeah. Um, it does take her all of the 11 hours from when the flight, so basically she escapes just before her dad gets there. Yeah. Or just before the phone call happens. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like a girl that with as much resourcefulness as she's supposed to have would have quite possibly broken Look, out. I think we've I think we've established she doesn't she's not as resourceful I know. as she's supposed to be. She does she eventually hides become resourceful. Under the bed. Does she though? She pulls the door. F- she pulls the back of the door thing out, yep. and she uses the uh, the blade part yeah. to pick out the thing, right? Yes. But she waits. She uses a blunt instrument to yeah. pick at something. No, no. Don't know if that's resourceful. Mm. That's something. Uh, it's something, but we're giving her a lot of benefit when there is really a lot of doubt. Yeah. She she hides under her bed. Okay. She doesn't seem to be equipped with any sort of weapon or anything like that. Like I would have used, I would have kept that handle as a fucking weapon to jab in someone's ball. But you know, that's just me. Probably. But you know, I mean, she could have done a spell. And I know she's. She I used know, to be a witch. I know Bennett's a big dude, and he, but he does break through that plywood very easily. Yeah. Feels like she should have at least tried to, to you know, yeah. kick the plywood. And she sat on the floor and kicked it. I reckon she would have broken through. It is eventually. a common theme with this movie, and dare I say it, all eighties action movies. Where the bad guys underestimate mm. the good guys mm. so much, 
They underestimate Matrix. They're underestimating his daughter. They're underestimating every step of the way. Like, you know, there's no, but what if he doesn't? No, 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 he'll play along. Mm-hmm. But what if he doesn't? No, 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 he'll cooperate. We have his daughter. Of course. Of course he'll cooperate. Yeah. yeah. And Bennett. Bennett is one of the people that underestimates him the most. I think he's just so cocky of his own I think own he's skill. cocky. I think he's very cocky. Yeah. I think he decides to get cocky. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't and, blame him. <laughs> so we go back to the, obviously, the little trail. So basically for Matrix to get to where he gets at the end, there's like a little breadcrumb trail mm-hmm. and everything has to fall in place. So the next one is he finds the hotel room key. Mm-hmm. So he goes to there and he knows that he's meeting Cook. Or as he calls him, Cook. 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 So he's going to meet Cook there. They get there before Cook, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know... He doesn't know what the plan is, mm. but he knows Cook is coming, mm. right? He's coming to cook him a meal. <laughs> Celebrity chef. Mystery chef. <laughs> he knows the mystery chef Sorry, is coming. Sorry, that's so funny. He knows Cook is coming, and he's he so hungry. And he's... He, right now, I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he tells him he's hungry. Oh, dear, that's right. He eats oh green berets for breakfast. He Maybe he thinks green berets is like an egg dish. Maybe he thinks it's made by Dr. Zeus. <laughs> I eat green berets. Green eggs and beret for Green berets and... Oh, fuck! Green berets? Green berets and ham. Jesus. Three attempts. <laughs> that was good. I'll have you got there drink. eventually. It's all right. More cider will fix that. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, he's waiting for Cook. My next question is, what if Cook gets there before they get there? Mm. Because the plan is they're looking around the room. Yeah. And then Cook turns up. Mm. So, if Cook is already there when they turn up. It, was there a time to meet on that? No. It doesn't say. I don't no. think so. I thought, I thought a time was mentioned. Maybe there's a time. But mm. what if Cook turns up early? Because mm. he doesn't... He's They're not there for very long before he turns up. No. And they are later than... Like, yeah, he... Do you think they're later than Sully would be there? Because I think so. They they cut mm. Sully's little meeting with a bad guy short. Yeah, true. So I feel like they're actually ahead of time. Maybe they're, they're ahead of schedule. Ahead. Maybe they're a bit ahead of schedule. Yes. But look, you know, what if they... What if they do get there a bit later and it's the other way around? Is Cook... Is it a different kind of fight? Does Cook have the upper hand because he knows they're coming? Maybe. He can see them coming. Mm. Um, but either way, there is there is a fight where she can't believe this much of bullshit. Um, <laughs> there's some titties. There's gunfire and no... No seems to be no response to said gunfire. No. And... In a hotel in the city. Yeah, but I think it's a pretty skeezy-looking hotel. I suppose. In LA. Yeah, but still, gunfire, you think that would be... In the 80s. Yeah, I suppose, it's true. <laughs> that's true. In an action movie. Yeah. It's like, it's probably pretty normal. Mm. Um, my other one is, what if the gun... Because the gun... Rick, one of the gunshots ricochets off the the weird metallic wrought iron things Decorative, right next to yeah. Cindy. Yes, yeah, so 80s. Yeah, right. Yeah. What if it kills her? What yeah. if he accidentally kills her? Yes. Does he just leave her in the room? Because he hasn't got enough time... To, to take her to the hospital. Her? No, no, no. He's got no time to do anything. No. He just leaves her dead body there. He would there. have to leave her, yeah. Absolutely. She's just collateral damage. Yeah. yeah. Wrong movie. Yeah. <laughs> right person, wrong right movie. Right person, wrong movie. So that's my other thing. What if, it, what if yes. the gun kills her? So does he just... He, I suppose he just leaves her behind. He would have done a little respectful, like, touch of the hand. He like, probably would have closed her eyes. Yes, and then walked away. And then he would have walked yep. away. Yeah. I would have ended you, Cindy. <laughs> Come on. I don't know how I'm going to fly the plane now. God. Now, now I need someone else to call Channel Franklin Kirby. So we get past that, okay? Yeah. Um, and then the next the next part is they from Cook, he yep. finds that 
there's something happening at this at this dock. He basically that's where Cook's going next. So yeah. the breadcrumbs foot makes him go to yes. something yeah. down. Um, it's like a dock at near near a pier. I don't know exactly where it is. Yes. Right. It's like a factory. So this factory has no fucking security. Yeah. You would think that this factory, who is moving drugs and everything, like yes. it's an it's yeah, they're it's like bad a full guys. Drug, um, uh, you would think that they would have some production. kind of security, not yeah. just let a guy climb in the fucking window and a girl yeah. who doesn't make who makes a lot of noise, yes, walking around the outside, mm-hmm. who he walks down three fucking levels well, and you lets don't her want in the too window. Too much security for an abandoned warehouse. A lot of security does does raise some yeah. sort of suspicion. I suppose maybe I just feel like more security is better, but maybe they think less is more. Less is more, and they probably okay. have security inside. But yeah, at the same time, a lot of dudes time, walking around. Yes. But yeah. Not yeah. A lot of South American guys walking around. Yes, I remember that. Under they re- notoriously underestimate. They do. Any threat they really underestimate. They just like him. so naive. All these people are just like, no, no, we've got this. We're right. So he finds his way to some kind of office. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And then he finds the map. Someone's left out nicely. Thanks, Dora. With the coordinates written on it. Yeah. Now and then he proceeds to get a protractor and some some pens mm. or whatever like a set square and pens, draws lines on it, yes, and then circles the place, right? Yes, yeah. Now there's guys walking around everywhere. Yes, there's a lot of time wasted. Grab the map and get the fuck out. But also, once he's finished with that and they leave, someone walks in and goes, "Who wrote on the map?" Oh, he doesn't even take it. No, he doesn't take the map with him. I don't think he takes it with him. I don't remember that. I don't remember if he does. But it feels like someone would walk in and go, what the fuck someone drawing this map for? Yeah, but they're naive again. Yeah, they don't know what's going on. Everyone doesn't know. These guys know. are morons. Yeah. Really, action bad guys Is this are the morons. next part where they go to the um, the Rockets R Us store? Oh, yes. Mm. Yes, this is the best. Mm. Rockets R Us is one of my favourite. R Us. They're not Rockets R Us. Rockets R Us, I meant to say. It's not a sex store. So... You do the next... You, you want to oh talk about Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's like supermarket sweep, but for Americans. So she goes around the store, and he's just grabbing a, an entourage of, of equipment, uh, grenades, bombs, massive rocket launchers, guns, knives, and suits up all all Arnie, yeah. the, the typical Arnie look that he does. Um, they get busted by the cops. But but so there's a, there's a what if there, too, because he gets one trolley full. He yeah. gives it to her. Yeah. He tells her to go out put it in the car. Yes. Now, I'm assuming that they didn't park that far away. Mm-hmm. So, what if the cops turned up just a few minutes earlier yes. and sprung them both? Because or then just they, sprung her. Sprung her, mm. right? Then he'd have no weapons, right? Because that's the only reason why he has any weapons is because she took half of them. Mm. He only gets half of what he wants. He doesn't get the other half. Yep. So, he goes back for more and he misses out on the last bit. Yeah. So if they got there a bit earlier, yeah, or they if they see this girl throwing weapons into the back of a car, yeah. See, I like the idea of her getting busted and not him, yeah. Because then the next scene is her chasing up to the car, and they're like, "Oh, this girl wants us bad." Yeah, they wouldn't have that opinion, no, if they saw Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, this guy wants us bad. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure there was a bit of bi and gayness in the '80s that was Maybe. probably on on film, but. Yeah, I just don't think it would have had the same comical vibe. No, they I don't have, think they it wouldn't really have, would. you know, dismissed his um 
he's... I do like that. Yeah, if I like they the, caught her instead, mm. and then he's chasing the cops down, yep. and he's somehow trying to... He wouldn't have missed with that rocket launcher, I tell you that. Oh, no. But this is my other point, right? She fought, Would he have fired a rocket launcher at her? Mm. Would he have actually bothered to go and save her? Because he has half... He still has the other half of the weapons. Yes. They... You know, if they're stupid enough just to arrest her and leave, mm. he can just take what he wants. Yes, he still has the car. Yeah. She's well, maybe they don't have the car, but look, he could I think take now, I think now he possibly would. Mm. He knows where he needs to go. Yep. He knows how much time he has up his belt. Mm. I don't think he's pressed for time at this point. He does think he needs her to fly the plane. Yes. So yeah. So he probably does go after her because he thinks because she talks about. Where it is, it's Pacific Pier. Yes. And she knows... So, yeah, she is, she is kind of pivotal at this she point. She knows so. how to fly a plane. Look, he waited for her when she wasn't pivotal. Yeah, so, so I feel like I he feel does like go like after he would go after But her. he doesn't fire a fucking rocket launcher at, at the police car. Because she could have killed him. Yes. Very easily could have killed him. And I him. feel she could have done the whole sexual... Oh, hi. That, that pulled up next to them. Yeah. Tried to get them, that sort of thing. I think that could have been done. Yes. Yes. She d- damn well could have and should have killed him. Because, you know, it's funny that the drivers were incapacitated, but he wasn't yeah. fine. Yeah, he just broke open and he got yeah. out. And I love how a rocket launcher aimed at a car, it just conveniently goes underneath it. And yeah, it hits, it. The, it, it hits the wheel yes. and lifts it for some reason. And I reason. know, I get it, it's all the it's all the pyrotechnics and shit that they do. Yeah. I can't think of the actual yes, word. the fireworks. The fireworks and all that <laughs> stuff. There's a word for it. The special effects and all, yeah, the, yeah, all yeah. that boom, boom shit they do. But, the you boom, know, boom shit. There's a word for it, and I'm just struggling. I think it's pyrotechnics. No, I don't think it's pyrotechnics. All right, well, whatever it is. Someone let us know what it is. All the Mythbusters stuff that they do. Yeah. So, if you want to let us know, scripticalpod at gmail.com. No, we... Okay. Oh, yes, Let us know what it's called. Yes. Because if we do another one with explosions, then we'll know what it's called. Yep. And we're on Twitter as well, at scripticalpod. Yep. So, if you want to, send us something. If you want to send us anything else, that's great. Oh, yeah. It's a good opportunity. I just thought I'd talk to them. That's true. Let them know. Just it says here pyrotechnics. I think it's called pyrotechnics, Liz. Yes. I think everyone's going to say, hey, it's called pyrotechnics. Yeah. But either way, if there's another special name for it, let us know. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, this is when we get... First of all, we get, them, we get them getting out of there and they go down to the plane. And then, of course, once they... Once they get, um, as he's kind of there, he's he's in the back just before they shoot the rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. He tells the cops that that they can help. That he there's big of misunderstanding, and they need to call. And this is the way he says it. Yeah. Channel Franklin Kirby. Yeah. I know he's saying general. Yeah. But for God's sake, Arnie, it sounds like you're saying channel. Look, he's in a he's in a panel van. He's nervous. He's upset. But he always calls it that. But this His is the accent. thing. This is the way he said it with the accent. So I want to know, what if there was a channel called Franklin Kirby? Yes. That would that would create a problem. It was all Franklin Kirby all the time. Like Nickelodeon. Like a Nickelodeon channel, like a yeah. Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. It's Franklin Kirby channel. Yeah. So basically you get Smooth and Silent just as always. You get uh, World War Three documentaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you get uh, giving people... <laughs> Two people to look after a you know a very important target that, and they're not very good. Yeah. Uh, you lead the bad guys to someone like it. There's lots of there's lots of good channel shows on there. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay. So we get to the plane, which is at the pier. Yes. And I don't know why she doesn't realize that a plane being refueled at a pier would be a seaplane. What kind of what kind of moron is she that she doesn't realize this? 
Um, she only realizes once she gets to the plane yeah. and he's throwing things in it. Yeah. Does she think that it's sitting on some kind of weird water platform? Yeah. Until then. Yeah. Like it. Do you understand? A floating I, runway. Maybe. I, I don't get it. It's possible. How does she not know? It's Pacific Pier. It's not Pacific Airport. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I there's no know. other airport around. Could have been a helicopter. She thinks it's a plane. She can't fly a helicopter as well. Uh, that's true. She can only fly a plane. Yeah. She only She's only trained on a Cessna, is exactly what she says. Yeah. Maybe she just thinks seaplanes and whatever. But also, he does give the, the great... Um, the great advice to, when she says, no, it's a canoe with wings, he goes, get in and start paddling. Yeah. I, I'd love it if she tried to start paddling. Yeah. That would have been gold. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. She gets on the side, she just, she's yeah. just paddling on the side, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I mean, he does the old heave-ho, give it a smack, and it starts. And it oh, I love, the it. He- I love the hit it, and it starts there. But it'd be very interesting to see. Has anything ever started when someone's hit it? I mean, I'm sure it has by coincidence, but it's not actually because oh, you look. hit it. The, the Fonz has proven that it works with a jukebox True. every single time for him. So, another what if... It works for him all the time, most of the time. Is the what time. if Matrix was not only trained by General Frank and Kirby, but also by the Fonz? Oh, man, that'd be gold. He just smacks that cockpit thing going, hey. Imagine if he smacks it and then just goes, yeah, hey. It'd be so good. And then, and then he clicks his fingers, and then two random women turn up from the back of the plane. And he puts his arms around them. And he jumps a whole <laughs> bunch of sharks in their um, school buses <laughs> in the plane. Cindy turns around and she's like, Hey, where'd they come from? <laughs> what about me? It's Girls? Girls? Oh, poor Cindy. Oh, Cindy. So... Hello, Cindy. <laughs> Sorry. So they... Um, uh, yeah, so the, ne- the next part... Which is just sort of in that same period is, is obviously you know Kirby's like one step behind. He's trying to follow them, and he, he's he sees the police thing. So he's right there, like he's right there. Basically, you think that if Arnie needed Kirby, if he thinks he needs him, then he would have just called him himself. How is he aware? Yeah, how does he how know what's he happening? Aware? Maybe I'll make it. Guy makes it. Because otherwise, how is he aware? No, he's dead. I mean, I can unless it's, it's, unless it's broadcast about the mall incident. That's the only thing yeah. I can think of. Or the plane comes back and the bad guy is on it, yeah. dead. Yeah. That would also flag it probably for but him. It, there is a few There is a few. Well, options. it doesn't come back though because it lands in the other place. Okay, so it doesn't come back. Scratch that. It could be the mall. I think it, it's going to be the, the mall. the mall. Because, yeah, they put an APB and it says, one ugly motherfucker. Yeah, and he knows who that is. So, yeah, straight away you think, yeah. Matrix... Got to be. He's one other motherfucker. Anybody else? <laughs> did anyone think Arnold Schwarzenegger is good looking? My sister did. Did she really? I think so. I think it's why she liked to watch this movie. He looks like my father, and that's probably the reason why I don't. I think like it's just the, the muscles. Looks. I think it's just the muscles it's thing. Not the face. No, I don't think so. It's not the face. I don't know. If I, it's I, the muscles, I, I kind of, kind of can get it, but even then, I don't. I don't find that. that yeah, but see, so you're not muscles. that kind of woman. No. Sorry. So my no no that's okay. My next one is they're flying and they get an alert. So basically, um, there's like a coast guard or something that tells them to not fly through this zone they're flying through, some yes. sort of military zone. Yes. So she flies. So she obviously doesn't know. She obviously knows it exists because yes. she says it to him. Yes. You know, like the commercial flights avoid this, like the plague and whatever. Yeah. So why doesn't she go around it? Why does she go through? She knows where she's got to go. Yeah. Why does she fly through the military zone? I don't think she's equipped to go around it. 
Maybe not. No, she's got no. I don't think she's got the instruments. No. I think she's got the. But they don't have a fucking. <laughs> when you mat. said, when you said, I don't think she has the instruments. No, she doesn't have a tuba and a harp. I just thought of ding 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 ding. Oh my god! No, she doesn't have those instruments either. Yes, I know. She doesn't have any of those instruments. So I don't think, and they didn't have a map. Remember, you told me they left the map. I think they left the map. They might take the map with them. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know, but I assume they coordinates. She's just gonna go. Time is of the essence. Yeah, they are running out of time. Just go. You don't have the time to fuck around and go around. So my next one, my next point is, holy shit, that's Bill Paxton. Yeah. First time I saw it, like ages ago, I thought it was, and then I looked at him again. And I was mm. like, yeah, it is him. Mm. Jeez, he's young. Mm. But Bill Paxton there is the, and and he's I think he's credited as uh, radio operator or something. <laughs> um, and then this seaplane goes down close to the water mm-hmm. to mask themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they can't find them. And all of a sudden, it leaves, it goes off the radar. Now, this guy, who's the radar operator, would not just leave it at that, surely. Mm. Because if you're in a military base, and there is someone flying through your air zone, and then they just disappear... You I assume it was a blip? No, because he's talking to them. Oh. He, they're talking. They're talking back to him? Yeah, they're talking. He's saying to them, Maybe you fly like that, that, and she's saying... We need to talk to General Franklin Kirby. Kirby. She's saying that to mm-hmm. him, right? So, like, he's telling her, you know, you have to turn back, whatever, and she's just not listening. Now, like, it might be innocent enough, but this guy is not doing a very good job if they don't send someone to, to try and follow them, scramble the jets or whatever. Yeah. Because that could be anyone. That could be someone they're coming to bomb their base. They're requesting someone on their side... I think yeah, that... but they might know that person's name. I, don't, I I could know the name of a general in the in the army and as well. Could you? The bad guys could. Some kind of terrorist could. Yeah, I reckon they would have flagged him, called him, and then they would have just monitored the radars. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. It they feels... probably sent someone out there. That's quite maybe possible they, they sent someone out Maybe there. they did. But they would have known where they were going, I, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. But um, I suppose maybe, yeah. And then, and then of course, the, the flights, mm. uh, the landing... And then we get, um, then we get the uh, rowing to shore and everything. How did they know to, to pack a boat, to pack a raft? Yeah, exactly. Or was it on the raft? If oh, maybe it was on the plane. But if it wasn't on the plane, how did they know? They well, they didn't expect it to be a seaplane. How did they not know it was a seaplane? Yeah. This is the most ridiculous. And part. yet they've packed a raft, so he knows he would have had to travel by water yeah. at some point. Yeah, exactly. He's packed Very a raft. Very interesting. And what if it? Was well, he knows it's an island. <coughs> he knows it's an island. But, oh, okay, yes. but if they thought it was an airplane. Did they? What was their plan? They were going to land on the airstrip in the island with the bad guys around them. Yeah, like that makes no sense either. Yeah, that yeah. If that was a normal you can't plane, land a normal plane on see water. that's that's another what if. If what if that was a normal plane, they would have been screwed. Yeah, he would have had to parachute in. Yeah, I hope he had a parachute too. Well, they would have Unless to crash the, the raft, plane. They could use the raft. Yeah, they'd have to crash into the water. Yeah, they'd yes. have to crash the plane somewhere. How did they know where the base was? So they landed on the other side of the island from it. And what if this boat was a Kmart boat and had a hole in it? <laughs> you know how many times you've opened up something that's blow up and there's a hole in it? Yeah. I know. this. Oh, but that, he does get it from, like, the army supply, so I think it's good quality. Yeah. Because he, he's, he's not going to save money. He's going to get the brand names. <laughs> he went to BCF. <laughs> he's going to get the high, the good brand. That's no, what's going to happen. BKF. Uh, boating, killing. kidnapping, yeah, killing, fishing. <laughs> it's BKF and fun. 
Oh my god. We're well, doing did. ads for everyone. He got now. the he got the 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 expensive black contour stick. He really did. To make sure his makeup was on point. Oh my god, his makeup was so on point. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. And of course, he gets in the boat and they're loading it's only a little like a little inflatable boat mm. and he's getting in it. Mm. And he's standing on the side of the thing loading his boat. Yeah. And then he gets in <laughs> and the amount of equipment that he took Remember, he took a whole trolley's load of equipment, right? Yeah. Now, he has it in a little duffel bag. Yes. So he doesn't take everything. So does he get there and go, mm, which which of them high-powered machine guns do I want for this mission? Well, you want the one with refillable ammo. That's definitely one. That's definitely yes. one with unlimited ammo. That's a that good one. That refilling, but logically. But he does have a bag, right? So yeah. he can't fit so much in his bag. The amount of stuff he ends up using... Oh, I know what way happened. too much for his bag. He got the Mary Poppins bag. Oh, of course. The one with the bottom that just keeps going forever. And it's not heavy. It's not heavy enough to sink that boat either. No. So. But the boat is like, Arnie, you can do it. The it's boat is so big. It's, it's, it's okay. Involved. I used the BKF one. It's fine. That's oh, terrible accent. My God. So sorry. But it was good. Um, so someone uses a public phone. I'm guessing the girl uses it. Oh, no, the bad guys use the public phone. What if it was like Telstra phone at the end of the street that had the cord cut? So as he li- as he arrives at the island, it's really good timing. The the bad guys, like the, the plane arrives mm. and the bad guys call. And then um, just before that, I've got a little note. Um, there's a little bit of interplay of, of the dictator president guy, Dan Hedaya's character, um, and, Mat- and Matrix, and, and uh, Bennett, mm. uh, where uh, Bennett is walking around and, and one of the soldiers is trying to be a real tough guy and, and Bennett's kind of, you know, showing how tough he is because mm-hmm. he's tougher. And he walks over to the bad guy and he says, I love you little piss-ant soldiers, they make me laugh. If Matrix was here, he'd laugh too. Mm-hmm. Now, if Matrix was here, he'd laugh too. You can attest to this. Yes. It's one of my favourite things to say. Yeah. When there's something funny happening, I yep. do like to say, yep. if Matrix was here... He'd, He'd laugh, laugh too. too. Oh, yeah, guilty. Guilty as charged. It is It is a good line. Yes. It's a very, very good line. I do, dare I say it, the most usable, the most used lines in our everyday life from this movie come from Bennett. Yeah. They don't come from Arnie at all. Yeah. I mean, I've never eaten ice cream like Arnold has. <laughs> Unless I've sneezed into my ice cream cone, that's the only time I'm going to mimic his ice cream eating. But there's some real good... I, I just love, as a bad guy, because he's, he's a gun for hire Bennett, basically, mm. right? So he's not... He's doing it... He's not really doing it for the money, as he says. He's doing it to get back at Matrix. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a score to settle. He's got a score to settle. Yes. But... The money is a bonus. The thing is, the president says to him, the bad guy says, you know, it's you who's afraid of Matrix, and he d- comes up with the great line, I'm smart, I have his daughter. Dude, should you check on her a few more times in yeah. 11 hours? Mm. Like, you know how resourceful Matrix is. You know that he would have been taught, teaching his daughter these sort of things. Yeah. Again, underestimate Massively underestimated. Very confident fella. He really is confident. I mean, come on. He pulls off a crocheted um, mesh yes. tank top. Crocheted mesh tank top. Yeah. That's pretty the, damn uh, sorry, good. Sorry, chain mail. It's a crocheted chain mail <laughs> tank top. It's pretty good. I don't think I could pull that off. No, no, no. 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 And um, so so the the next point, so that's why I said Matrix Life 2. Mm. My next one is, probably goes right back to the start. Mm. Um when he gets given the mission, and I know at some point in the movie he does say, um, you know, even if I did the job, they'd kill her anyway. Mm-hmm. But what if Matrix really did believe if he kills the President Velasquez that he would um, he get his daughter back? What if he actually goes in... What if he did go along with the mission? Mm. What if he got on the plane 
and he went there and he killed this president guy. Mm-hmm. Do you think? What do you think would have happened? Do you think Bennett still kills the daughter? You're bringing this what up now? Yeah, I know it's a long way. It's a long. It's because the plane lands at this point it makes me think of it. That's why I said it. I don't think it. I really don't think that he would have done it. No. But but no. if he does, if no. he if he does this and just kills this guy, then he tries. Then he has to try and find the island, and he lands there. And he. I just don't think it was ever an option. No, I, I don't think. think it was. I don't. I don't even call it a what if because I just don't yeah. think it was an option. There's a couple other ones about flight delays and things like that, which we already talked about. Um, and then, of course, once he gets there, and of course, you know, the Dan Hedaya gets the phone call, and that's the phone call he's talking about Telstra, and he tells Bennett that he wasn't on the plane, go and kill her. Um, and obviously the girl's got free. So it all, all shit's breaking loose now. Yeah. So everything happens at once. Yes. All at once. Yes. Now, he starts setting up bombs. Yes. And we get to one of the funniest bits that we noticed. Yes. And do you want to talk about... Well, I'm starting to wonder that if the um, mannequins that mm. get blown up in this exercise, do they come with the explosives? Like, is he is mm. he carrying them in the bag? Has he got the, he's got the bombs and he puts them in the gr- ground against... And how does he know to plan... Like, he has the perfect amount of explosive for these... Uh, what would you call them? They're like outbuildings. Can I say they're made of rice paper? Yes. They are... Yes. It's a very Japanese-style building. I think they blew all their money on the mall scene yep. and the rocket launcher in the street. Yep. And then all of a sudden they was like, we need to fuck, we need to blow up like these three outbuildings. What are he, we going to fucking do? He blows do? up a two-story building, which is really long as well. Like, mm. there's a lot of... But I want to know whether that... Like, is that a model? No, that's a full scale. No, a full it's a scale. full scale because the model, the mannequins are full-size yeah. people. Yeah, but and they've you, got massive sticks quite, coming out of yes, their Yes, you can quite see it. So the old, <laughs> I would say they're like the ballistics um, dummies because they move. So they're not mannequins like you'd see in a shop front. They're, they are movable. You can tell because I watch a lot of Mythbusters. So they're a lot like mm. um, Buster. Yeah. Because you can see the fact that they've got a stand. It's almost like a guitar stand where there's a, a clamp around the doll's mm-hmm. neck and then there's a pole that comes down onto a stand on the ground. So it's holding them so that they explode. They, they'll they stand up, explodes, moves, and then their bodies and limbs will move freely like a person's would. Yes, yes. Which is great, except for the fact so that you can, can see, the see them yeah. on every single one. I know. And, and then, then the same explosion happens two or three times. Yeah, they need, and they were perfectly positioned spaces apart like just like decorated like you'd find solar lights in your garden it was just <laughs> so I appreciate it but it was just like oh come on guys you like, could have done a on. bit of bit of variation in that it's just a bit like a break from reality and you think oh that's right we're watching a movie and this is the point where I think we need the death counter because yes. look up till now we've had a few <laughs> like quite a few yes but yeah. But this is where the death count death count really does rock. Yes. It. Instead of ticking from the single digits, it would have probably started from the tens. <laughs> yes. Because with it every really explosion, does. it would have taken out easily twenty to thirty people each building. And then we don't even know if there's people inside the building. There could have been people inside the building. I like the one that you said where he holds out like a thing that looks like a remote control. Yes. Pushes the button at a blade it's like a knife thrower. Yeah. And I love that. Mm. It's who is selling knife throwers? That's what he got from that store. Yeah. That store has got some gnarly shit in it. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's got knife throwers. It's got all kinds of weird shit. Yes. Bad guys, rocket launchers. He uses the rocket launcher a few times. Mm. Um, It's real good. Yeah. And then we get to... Well, basically, this whole scene is just Arnie destroying a bunch of guys. Yes. And then, like you said, what do you need? 
you need a gun that keeps refilling its ammo. Yes. So oh, it's when he starts with the gun, this is this is the one that has the actual ammo hanging out the side. And I feel like he picks that up off one of the bad guys, so I don't know if he actually bought it. So I think he's just found a magical gun. It's like a bit like an action-adventure game mm-hmm. you know, on a, like a PlayStation or something. He's he's kind of like found the magical gun, the refillable ammo. Yeah. Um, and it starts with, I've got to estimate about 10 bullets left. And then over the course of, I don't know, the next five minutes of him shooting this gun, he basically, I think by the end, he's holding it like, and it's drooping down to the towards the ground. He's holding, I've got to say, roughly a 50 ammunition thing. Yeah. So it just keeps refilling itself yep. and it gets more than what it started with. Yeah. It's amazing. And at some points it goes from long to short to long to short. Oh my god, yeah. So yeah, as long as you're not watching that, the movie's fine. Yeah. There's just no, don't pay attention to continuity. Don't, yeah, don't pay don't pay attention to that. Now I've got the next what if in here who said what if they treated her transmission as a joke. So in your what if before about like why didn't they yeah. send someone? So I'm guessing the whole time she's there waiting, he probably told her to wait so many minutes or something. I can't. I yeah, know. he tells her he tells her to to send a um, transmission, thing and so he I'm gives sure her the she's... code word commando. Yeah, and he gives her whatever it is and says. So I'm sure they probably they might have been sending someone to check, but in the interim, she's done something. Yeah, and then obviously the, if they treated it like a joke, then obviously it would would have changed the, the story. But she had she had the um, information. Well, to back it changes it up. the ending a little bit, but yeah. yeah, basically, basically, I mean, Arnie doesn't need help at this point. He's a man on a mission. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. But I need someone to clean the bodies afterwards. Well, that's right. Well, uh, look, he. We, we'll get to that because yes. I don't want to jump forward. We've got some other good stuff that happens in this. And just side boat. note, with the body count number or the little tally, I want the one underneath just to to, to count all the beautiful pot plants and concrete <laughs> adornments that were wrecked I during know, this, this scene. This poor too. guy's palace. Yes. I mean, he's every I mean, single he's a bad dude. every single wog watching this movie was like, oh, not the concrete. I know. Oh, not the beautiful pots. He, this is very much a wog paradise. Can oh, I say it, this? Well, it is. It's beautiful. It's concrete. It's central. This guy. He's done a good job. He's yes. been in exile and he's really done a good job. He's got concrete gardens. He Seems loves like he has a lot of money. Yeah. I feel like he has a lot of money. Oh, look, he's probably knows someone who's a concreter wizard. Don't worry, mate. I'll do you a deal. <laughs> I'll do you a deal. I'll do you a deal. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> my next one, Bold, he just laughs and giggles like um, a little kid, is Bennett. What if Bennett was allowed to wear a different wardrobe to Mad Max? Like, he's, he seems like he's just cut... From Matt, honestly, I have to go back and look at the old Mad Max movie skills, yeah. but he looks like he's just, they just yeah. cut him out and went, no, we're going to go with that. You seem to work well with that. We're definitely going with that. Yeah, it's definitely got the Mad Max feel to it. So in the middle of this this gun fighting and, and everything. No one changes outfits in this entire. No, no one changes outfits. 48 hour well, period. Well, Arnie takes his shirt off. He changes. Yeah. He changes into commando he changes mode. He his commando mode. But so no one else change. does. Yeah. You think the you think the people that are holding the daughter would you think Bennett would at least change his outfit? Yeah, he's been in it for yeah. gotta be at least a day. Unless he's got like he's like Homer uh, not Homer Simpson, like he's got, got a lot of the Barry same. Benson, he's yes. just got a whole he's row got all the same of crochet it's chain all crochet mail. Shirts. Yeah. Just varying shades of grey. Fifty shades of grey in his cupboard. So there's a point in the middle of the fight where I think he runs out of bullets at some point. Yeah. This is before he picks up his magic gun. Yeah. Um, and he he <laughs> like hobbles. A magic eraser. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he hobbles into a, a tool shed. Oh yes, the tool shed. And they they surround the tool shed and fire. Right. Yeah. Now it's revealed after that he's up in the roof part. Mm-hmm. What if someone fired upwards a little bit? Because everyone yes. fires exactly in the same plane as each other. Oh, they. Tend to go a bit low too. They go low they and aim for, for mid, mid to low. If you've seen this guy gun down a bunch of people, yeah. you would fire everywhere. I don't know if I'd be shot. I'd be 
I'd be shooting for the roof. I think you would. I think if you're, yeah, I don't know, underestimate him again. See? Yes, yeah. But then he comes out, and then he becomes like, like a garden guru. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he uses. It'd be so good if he came out with a beard and goes, "Hey guys," and like. talks like Costa. <laughs> Costa. <laughs> and he starts it's talking about the perennials. <laughs> you haven't been mulching. <laughs> Where's your compost bin, you cunt? <laughs> Sorry. He That's wouldn't say right. the C word. I've used the C word twice in this. You have. I don't usually do it. It's just when I go into the Ocker Aussie. That's You've where it really comes. You've really enjoyed this, haven't you? Sorry, I can't help it. I love Bennett. He is, okay. For me, he is the star of this movie. Yeah. If it was the other way around, that's if the other one. If he wasn't if. in it, I don't what think I would watch it. What if Bennett was Matrix and Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. was Bennett's character? Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Cause, be interesting. Because Matrix almost has... He has a little bit of personality, but not much. Yeah. Bennett has all the personality. Yes. It would be hilarious. He is. It'd be yeah. almost like an action, like an eighties cop, like a buddy cop movie. Yeah. Oh, buddy cop movie. That'd Could be you fantastic. Imagine a buddy cop oh, movie. please, for the love of God, someone get on that. Why didn't we get that one? I want that. Oh, that'd be so good. <sighs> so I said, what if they shoot the roof? Um, and then, obviously, you know, Bennett's preoccupied chasing after a little girl. Yes. Um, he's very happy though. You know, he likes to. He plays with his knife as he sees the explosions happen. Yeah, he's a mental. And he's really happy that oh, Matrix yeah. turned up. Yes, because he wants it. Oh yes, he does. He he's, wants this. And this leads to my next one again. I wonder if Bennett got a boner at being challenged by Matrix. Like he seems to get. Oh yeah. Not excited, but like aroused. Mm-hmm. He is like on like Donkey Kong. So he chases down Jenny. Yes. And then Jenny says, "Daddy." Just at the wrong time, right? Mm. Exactly at the wrong time. Now, what if what if Matrix turns up and and Bennett's like looking under a cupboard or something and Matrix just like stamps on his head? Mm. Like seriously, by that point he wouldn't care, he'd just shoot him in the back Maybe of the head. Maybe she knew he was there because she could smell him coming. <laughs> Maybe she's got her dad's sense of smell. That's the only thing he trained her to do like him. But he catches her by surprise. He does yes. catch her by surprise yes. and he's got her, right? So Yes. So then it, this is now well, just before this, mm-hmm. I keep jumping because I keep I keep getting excited for the end. Mm-hmm. I really love this end part. But um, I had a I just a side note. That yep. Why is Ozzy put Why is Ozzy Freddie Mercury so angry? <laughs> why is he so angry? I don't Maybe know. He should have got some therapy. Like he should, you know. But there's a nice little gun battle, and and I always like the gun battles where someone shoots and then someone else shoots. So you're just basically breaking walls a lot, right? Yeah. So we've got. You know, he's gone through his his irreplaceable gun, his, yeah. his refillable gun. Yes, yeah. He's basically killed every other bad guy. It's the president's turn now. It's the dictator guy. Yes. Um, and, and boy, isn't that easy. Well, he just, he runs. It's, you know, fire, fire. And then, of course, Arnie's got the shotgun. He goes bang. The other guy's a couple of fires with his machine gun. Then they, then they chase. It's like they're playing tips. Yes. It's like a little game of tips. Pew, 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 and then pew. he runs away, and then he runs away again. Yeah. And... The thing is, I think you picked it up. There's one point where the bad guy hides behind a pole. Yes. But he goes too far behind the pole where he's actually out the other side. Yes. So So he backs behind the pole. Yeah. But to the point where you can see his ass and back. Like yeah. He backs too far He could back. have shot him in the yes. ass. Yes, yeah. He essentially could have finished it then and there. Yeah. It's really good. But he does a nice little roll and the double shot and kicks and, and you know, hits the guy out of the yeah. window. And now we get to the best part of the movie. Yeah. This is the down in the in the heart of the complex yes. basically down in the industrial part with all the all the mesh and all the, it's in the world lock where they in store the basement. all the dunny paper yeah so this is where the dunny paper's held yeah um, and of course you know 
somehow Matrix finds his way down there. He hears Daddy. Mm-hmm. He's 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 almost you know basically Bennett gets to the girl first. Yeah. And we've got a we've got a shoots him in the shoulder. Then and a then, ransom sort of thing where he's got the girl. Um, well, he tells him to stick his head out. Yes. One shot between the eyes. I yeah. mean. I'm not going to say what if he takes him up on his offer because that's stupid. But but he turns around and, t- and he just challenges him to, this is the moment you've been looking for. Like, come on, you have me. Let's do yep. it. Like, yep. Put the guns down. Let's this do is it. Where and the he psychotic, falls for it. Yeah, this yes. is where the psychotic yes. person yeah. I mean, underestimates he knows his man. him again. Yes. Or no, he knows how to bait him. He knows what this guy's oh, uh, motivations are. He knows. He knows he's psychotic. That's the reason why he got kicked out of the unit. Obviously, he was paying rent on time. Yeah, but the stupid didn't... thing about Bennett is he hits Matrix in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then Matrix does, like, the grudge kid's little crawl. Yes. And it takes him a good ten seconds to get behind, to cover again. Yeah. What if Bennett just shot him in the back of the head? Yeah. He but just lets Bennett's... him crawl away. Yeah, no, he, but he wants to see him suffer. He wants he, to stick him with a knife. And he thinks, again, underestimates him, thinks he's got him, doesn't yeah. think there's even yeah. a doubt that, that he'll He doesn't need the girl. He doesn't no, need the gun. No, he doesn't need any of it. No. Yes. He's going to kill him. Yeah. And we get a great knife fight. Yeah. I mean... He brought a gun to a knife fight and then yeah. gave, gave it up, gave but that's it fine. Yeah. We've got a knife fight. Again, Jenny, there was a gun on the floor. And then, yeah, the fuck were you Jenny's doing? just doesn't... Jenny just sits there. I, I think she just sits down and has a bit of a, a rest for a while. Yeah. She, she yells out Daddy a, a few times. She finds a muesli bar on the floor and just thinks, oh, well, I haven't had a snack in 11 hours. I might have a break here. I don't know what... As a Kit Kat, she goes cup of tea. sleep or something? Maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe. Like, she could really have helped him in this fight. Yes. And I'm sure that he would have been very appreciative. Again, maybe she wasn't trained for gunplay. It's true. Maybe she wasn't in the gunplay. No, maybe not everyone is. Let's let's be real. So I want I, my next point is uh, why is there electrified bed springs in the um, in this area? Like there's a section where he punches in, right? Yes. So and so basically they're punching. A... He bounces into this thing and it looks like bed springs. It looks like the old fashioned um, metal bed with the metal springs. bed with the springs on it, and yeah. it electrocutes him, right? Mm-hmm. So my first question is why is it electrified bed springs? And the second one is. Why does it give him extra powers? Is this like a video game? Is this a recharge? Because he gets electrocuted and all of a sudden he punches faster and better than the Matrix. Adrenaline rush. Yeah, it could be. It gives you an adrenaline rush. It's basically he gave him an EpiPen. And I know. he was just he was just all amped up with with literal amps. <laughs> and there's I've gotta say the noise the, the noise why work here is, is quite funny. Unless they use that as like a grill. Could be. I mean We've got we've got a, a furnace. We've got someone ripping the door off a furnace. Although this could be like the the punishment dungeon. If he he's so yeah. old school, Ooh. they are very old school sort he of. Does, tor- they would do that sort of torture. What if this is Bennett's special room, like in Fifty Shades of Grey? Maybe I don't know if it's Bennett's though. I think it's. Mr. I think it du- might be Mr. Butabi's. Have we seen Have we seen what Bennett's wearing? I think he might be into this. Oh, look, I'm sure he's into it, but I don't think it's his. I think, think he's, he's a gun the... for hire. He's just like, oh, this is a nice room. I'll take it as mine. Thanks. Could be, yeah. 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 <laughs> I love the way you've made him sound a little bit more effeminate now. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, so... I'm going to give you a kiss, Bennett. Uh, Matrix, right between the eyes. So there is... <laughs> for old time's sake. Yeah. Uh, there is... <laughs> you never kiss me goodbye, you asshole. Ever since you didn't kiss me when I left your unit. <laughs> so he pulls off, there's a door, there's like a heavy metal door mm-hmm. on a furnace. He picks it up and pulls it off the hinges, right? Mm-hmm. Not only does he pull it off hinges, which is almost impossible, Yeah. that door would be piping hot. Yeah. No one gets burnt. It's no. then used as a shield 
<laughs> against like a, a piece of steel rod or something. I don't even know what that is. Oh, yeah. And then the steel rod gets used. It hits him quite a few times. He's going to be bruised, Bennett, and uh, mm. Ma- Matrix. Matrix, yeah. Um, but we do get the old, you know, the bad guys sort of starting to win, and then he just he just kind of gives the big bullshit and he punches him and whatever. Yes, yeah. So it's the end. Mm. But it's a. I, I love this scene. I love how of this fight. But it's very formulaic. It's ridiculous. Mm. Like at any point, you know, and then, and then basically punches him enough that um, Bennett finds the gun again and he's going to shoot him because he's a coward. Yeah. See, this is the the gun is a coward move. Yes. Even though uh, Matrix has just used a gun to kill about two hundred and fifty people. Yeah. Um, using that was a gun, gun is, versus guns. Yeah, I suppose. Yes. So then he rips a pipe off the wall. Yeah. Have you got anything else more of what ifs? I was ifs? just going to say, no, no, no what ifs. Not, not, not until after this point. Okay. So he rips a pipe off the wall. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yes. He severs, and it's a steel pipe. He yeah. severs a steel pipe with his bare hands. Look, it's a rickety old building. Yeah, maybe it's got a rust part in yeah. it, right? Or maybe Matrix is a plumber. It could be. In his new Maybe life. he got a little weld thing before and he just sort of cut those yes. just so he could or pull it off you could just easily later. see where the weak points in the pipe was and goes, this yeah. is an opportune time for me to take this To pipe. pull a pipe out yeah. and then throw it into the stomach of yes. Bennett. Yes. Now, I always thought that the smoke coming out of the pipe was from the pipe. Yeah, residual pipe. But your your thought when you talked to me last night was he punctured something behind Bennett. Yes. I've that always had the illusion sense. that he's, he's kind of hit him and it's gone straight through him into the wall and that steam from whatever he's hit behind him is coming through. Because it's, it's too much steam to be just pipe so, steam. So what if behind that wall is a sauna room? Yep. <laughs> There's some poor There's guy these dudes in, in the, the sauna. sauna. Just going, where's all the steam gone? And this like, is really comfortable. This pipe. And they look be... through the pipe, and yeah. there's like, there's yeah. like some dude standing and the there, daughter. and the daughter, and they're like, yeah. what's going on there? We've missed out on all the gunplay. <laughs> it's very well insulated. Yeah, that it's room. so insulated. We didn't hear any of the shit. And they go, oh no, someone's cracked my f- my best concrete pot. <gasps> I know. And then they come out, and they're like, what? Yeah. What's going on here? Where'd all my mannequins go? So Cindy does get through to channel Franklin Kirby. Yep. She gets onto their request line. Yep. And just conveniently, they they enter the fray as it's finished. Yeah. Oh, it's finished, and he's walking down the beach. Yes. Right? And she has somehow backed up the plane. Yes. She reverse parked She it. reverse parked the plane. I don't know how that works. She, she learned to use her mirrors. <laughs> Maybe Girls she can reverse it. park. Excuse no, me. No, I didn't say they couldn't do it. I'm saying, how do you reverse park a seaplane? I don't think you can. Does it go beep, beep? <laughs> <laughs> or does it kind of make whale whale sounds? Oh, oh! <laughs> I think it does that. Or dolphin just going. Oh sorry, God. Seagull. What ah, a, ah. You're I'm just going to do... make animal sounds yeah. in the ocean now. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off before you keep going. No, no, no that was it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so she's reverse parked the plane, and Kirby has turned up. I'm glad you stopped me because I had another one. All right, do it, quick. <laughs> no, I just thought, you know, the Jaws music? <laughs> da, but have da, it reversed. That'd be good. That would actually work really that would well. Work. So she's reverse parked the plane. Yep. Um, Kirby's there on the beach. Yep. A whole bunch of his best men again have turned up. Yeah. So there's still probably some bad guys there, right? And he says, leave anything for me. And he says, just bodies. Now, obviously, he doesn't know about the guys in the sauna room. No. Uh, or there might be some other dudes around. They're in towels. They're no threat. <laughs> well, who knows? Because we've seen the quality of the dudes who work for Kirby. Yes. Um, they could be. They yep. could be in trouble. Yes. A lot of gymnasts. 
Um, so, so yeah, basically, you just, you know, Kirby yeah. gives him the little thing at the end. He says... He basically offers him a job. He offers him a job. Yes, because this was so much fun for him. Yeah, I enjoyed this. Yes. I, he goes, oh, it would take us through you. Coming back, you know, start using it again. So, my question is, what if he takes him up on the offer and decides to go back? I have that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think his daughter would have pulled, pulled a gun out of somebody's I think she would have fucking... Co- I, I can't believe he doesn't shoot Kirby to start with. Yes, yeah. Because she doesn't like him anyway. Yeah, no. When he offers that, yeah. I can't believe she doesn't punch him in the nuts. Yeah. Because that would have been much more satisfying yeah. If end. anything, she would have stood in front and just went, fuck you. So... But seriously. We we don't have that because we get the Arnie, the very last line of the movie, him saying, no chance, right? Mm-hmm. Now, instead of that, he should look at the daughter. The daughter should walk up to Kirby, punch him in the balls... Yeah. And then him going, what she said. <laughs> that would have been a better ending. Yeah, it would have been funny. I think. Yeah, I think there was a. There was. A, I think there was an opportunity to give that little girl a bit more to do. Yeah. And to because Kirby is a bit slimy, a bit too. You know, you yes. think about it. I mean, he's a good old mate. Maybe not. Maybe he's not so slimy. But he just feels, like you said, he they, they've cast him weird. He yes. feels like a bad guy. Yes. Feels like he could have been part of it. It feels like. He's committed tax fraud. That's the worst thing he's <laughs> yes. ever done. Doesn't look like he's ever shot a person in his yes, life. Yes, yeah, he feels dodgy as fuck. If anything, he could have orchestrated this whole thing in the background just to try and get Matrix back into the fold. That's like, true. That feels that could have been an excellent sequel. Well, Bennett's there. I mean, Bennett yep. did work for him at one point. Yep. It could have been that. You he know. could have orchestrated Matrix, throwing him out of the unit. We don't know how much time has passed. No, time is time is irrelevant like, in this it movie. It doesn't feel like, like oh, we don't know how old his daughter was at the time. Also, he hasn't looked at his watch for a while, so he doesn't know if it's still going. Doo, no, doo. no. If you don't look at it, you don't know how much time has passed. And I didn't Clear. look at it, so I, I didn't, didn't hear the beeping. Look at his watch, I have no, no. idea. So have you got more? Because I the last one is just basically oh, there, he has no need for any sort of medical attention. He has been shot. Uh. He has been stabbed. Yeah. He's been beaten to a pulp. Like yeah. I know he's still he's still Matrix, but fuck me. And he just gets on an aeroplane. Why don't they... Why isn't there a medical guy assessing him on the freaking beach? Yeah, every other movie has the ending of where, you know, they, they're in the back of an ambulance just getting checked over. And so they get back in the plane, and she's now... Like you said, she's now learned how to take off, which yes. is good. Yes, uh, And they just decide to take off the She's done it once, therefore plane. she is an expert. Now, the funny thing is that there's a little weird interaction between her and, and the daughter mm-hmm. where she kind of gives her a hug like they're old friends who have just found each other again. Yeah. She's never met this girl before. This daughter has never, ever met her before. No. So that's a weird interaction. There's this kind of feeling like Matrix is now into Cindy, mm-hmm. which makes no sense. I think he's just appreciative of her help. Yeah, I think no, it is I, don't, too. I never got a romance vibe from it. Never no. when I was a kid. I, I kind of do. It's weird. But then we get in... And we get the I think only. She looks at him adoringly because he's a great father. Mm. So throughout this movie, we haven't really mentioned the music again, but this music score is throughout the whole movie, right? Yes. So there's no, there's throughout the whole movie, there's no other sort of bit of music. It's very much like Big Trouble in China was. Mm-hmm. It's all, um, you know, like cinema movie, mm-hmm. like it's all like score, movie mm-hmm. score, and so it's the steel drum and there's the little nah, bit and all that sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Then we get. Our own, I think it's our only song. Mm. If you're doing a soundtrack, mm. there'd just be all bits of the thing and just yes. this one song, yeah, right? It actually has lyrics. It's yep. not just instrumental. It's yes. it's like somewhere, somehow, somehow. someone. Mm. It's great lyrics. Yes. So that song, very interesting. Mm. It's I think it's called Somewhere, Somehow, Someone, yeah. right? It's by Power. No, it's not called that. No? No, it's something the love, Power of, something love. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't called that. 
I thought it was called that. No. It's somehow, somewhere, someone's going to pay. Oh, sorry. It was looked like it was called something else on another link that we saw, but that's okay. Yeah, You're yeah, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah, it says this on the Wikipedia. So, yeah. so anyway, it's very interesting. So the band who, who does that is yeah. Power Station. Mm-hmm. So do you know who Power Station is? Oh, sounds familiar. So it's uh, an 80, very well-known 80s song, um, Some Like It Hot. Yeah. Some Like It Hot. So it's Robert Palmer and a few of the members of Duran Duran. Yeah. And apparently they got together around this time. I think it was around the time of Band-Aid in 85. Mm-hmm. And they decided, they, I think Duran Duran were big Robert Palmer fans, so they decided to, to get together and do a bit of music together. Yeah. Um, so this song apparently is the only time that um, that one of the Duran Duran members, I think his name's Michael Michael DeBarris. Yes. He's the he sings the lead because obviously you can tell it's not Robert Palmer, right? Yes. Yeah. There's nothing like Robert Palmer. Yeah. Because there's no one addicted to somehow somewhere yeah. someone. Um, but I just find it really funny that <clears throat> of all the songs to choose, yeah, they choose a song, and it was a current song in '85. They choose a song by Robert Palmer and in Power Station, yeah. Duran Duran, to be the end of a Commando movie. Yes. It's a weird, weird song. But it's a good song. Oh, it's a great song. The song itself fits. Oh, the song fits really so well. So you're just not looking at, you know... I love this song. Yeah. This song is great. It fits very well. But I just... When I saw it and I saw it's Power Station, I was like, hold on, I remember Power Station was Robert Palmer with yes. someone else. And then yeah. I looked it up just then and it's Robert, it's Robert Palmer with members of Duran Duran. Yeah. Like, that's a weird combo. Yeah. But just feel right. Yes. It's it's a very nice fitting song. It's just pump up. Yeah. yeah. And we fight for love. Mm-hmm. And that's why he did he fight for love. Yeah. So... Did he ever? I hope you all enjoyed watching Commando. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching it again. We hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast a little bit more. I hope you did too. Yes. I mean, this podcast actually went longer than the movie, I think. Yeah, it definitely did. Um. If you want to rewatch the movie so you can enjoy the mannequin things, although I'm sure you saw it because there was no way you couldn't see it. Yeah. And the endless roll of um, of ammunition oh my God. on his machine gun. It's you know, stuff. Look, we're not ripping on the movie. We just, we just comment on those things. I wouldn't change it for anything. It's just still the movie. And um, maybe you can join us next time because we're going to look at the movie Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. This is my choice, as you can tell, because we've gone to comedy. But it's a comedy <laughs> sports film. Comedy sports. So it's well, probably... NASCAR's a sport. NASCAR is a sport. Yeah. Even though you wouldn't admit that. I don't think you racing is You don't think is racing a is a sport. But, you know, it's a, it's a comedy sports film and I'm taking it. I'm into sports. <laughs> I'm into comedy, and this happens to revolve around sport. Look, eventually you may choose one that's not a comedy. I will choose one that's not a comedy eventually. I, I don't mind. I've chosen comedies before, so I don't mind comedies as well. Yeah. I just feel like I want to even it out a bit because you're choosing all the comedies, so I want to put... I don't want to be I don't want to be just the comedy podcast. No, it's not going to be just the comedy podcast. But, you know, you could say that we had a good laugh at Commando. Oh, Commando is actually quite funny. It had some funny bits to it. I mean, there's comedy in every movie, yeah. so that's fine. But look, I'm really excited to know all about Ricky Booby. Ricky Booby. <laughs> We've watched this movie so many times, it's redonkulous. So, yeah. There's going to be some good parts. This one has got some really good parts um, yeah. and some interesting stuff to discuss. So, yeah. hope, have I'm sure you'll be able to find this one. This is a very popular movie. Yes, I'm sure it's on one and of the major you, streaming things. If you can't find it, the other thing too is... If you don't watch it beforehand, we're not really spoiling the movie, and we, I mean, it would be helpful if you know what we're talking about. But if you've seen the movie before and you know relatively what happens, yeah, I think that's good enough. Yeah, like I, I have listened to podcasts before when I haven't watched the movie, 
and they're discussing the movie. Yeah. Like, you can still listen. But yeah, if you know, and yeah, you'd be surprised, I'd be surprised how many people don't know this movie. Because, and actually, I wouldn't be surprised. It feels like yeah. it should be one that should be well known, but it isn't. No, it depends on the type of circles you're in. Yeah. Um, and what you were doing in mid 2000s, mm. and what, whether you liked Will Ferrell or not. Yeah. Because people who don't like Will Ferrell wouldn't watch this. It's funny because I'm, oh, and we've got another hit on our hands too. By the way, we're on the on the hit train. Yeah. Because yeah, it exceeded its budget. Oh, nice. Yeah. By as much as Commando. Uh, so budget was seventy two point five million, which is a fucking big budget. It's a lot bigger than mine. Yeah, it's a lot yep. bigger than mine. But it raked in one hundred and sixty three point four million. Yeah, and not as the same ratio. No, Commando did a much better ratio. But when yeah. you're only spending nine million, that's a big budget. I can understand why it was so big. Have you seen? I mean, we won't go into this, but movies have big budgets. I know, but I mean, I don't think if you tried to make Commando nowadays, you could get anywhere near nine million. Especially because Arnold Schwarzenegger would have more than nine million for it's it. It's true, and all those mannequins would have cost a fortune nowadays. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. All the explosions. Yeah, all the gymnasts and the public indemnity insurance. It would have been hectic. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, I'm very, very happy that you listened right to the end. Uh, and we will be back Unless next you week. skipped and did the 15-second skip. In, in that case, well done, you. Well, that's fine. If you if you got it exactly where I started saying I'm happy to, then that's perfect. Yeah, I applaud you. That's well done. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we're available. As you know, you're listening through the podcast. We have scripticalpod at gmail.com for emails if you want to send us any of those I've got at scripticalpod on uh, Twitter. Twitter I may set up a Facebook page I'm in discussions with Lisa in, in other words I do that no I think I can do it you think you can do it I think I can I can do it I can do it oh no I'm not saying I'll die oh no oh, <laughs> I won't no. make it to the end of the next podcast oh no <laughs> <laughs> eventually we'll have to do Predator because that also appears in Predator as well oh god and the guy doesn't last much longer after that oh, so okay. never like I said never say I can make it no um, so but we will make it because we'll I don't know how be many back. times I've told myself I can't make it well that's good you'll and make it that's why I'm still here exactly that's right so next week, or not next week, or the next time, because if next we're doing time. this on a weekly, I don't know if this we is weekly or not. We guys. haven't decided when these are coming out. So next time, next time on Scriptical, we'll be talking about Talladega Nights, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Thanks for listening. See you next time. See ya.